Welcome back to the Attack Podcast. As always, I'm your host, a monochrome album, Jay, and joined as always is my co-host, an island in the sun, Z. How are you doing today, Z? I'm doing pretty good. That's good. Big Weezer guy? I figured, I figured there was a Weezer. I was like, well, it's got to be Weezer, right? It's got to be Weezer. Favorite, all like, got a favorite Weezer song? Uh, probably Say It In So or Undone. Good. Uh, I like Buddy Holly. That's a good one. Buddy Holly. I mean, yeah, Buddy Holly's pretty classic. Can't go. Yeah. Oh, actually, Beverly Hills might be. Actually, I, 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 I think Beverly Hills. That's not that's a, all, all good choices, I say. I actually don't have a problem with Weezer, though. If you tweet us enough listeners, we'll do a, a, a Weezer tier list. <laughs> I, sure. I I don't really have a problem with but uh with Weezer though, like just generally, right? So yeah, I I you see those memes where you get Weezered, where somebody would be playing like a song on like a piano, and then they'll play the Buddy Holly riff, and they'll go got Weezered. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with it though. I like I feel like society tells me I'm supposed to hate. Weezer, it's like Nickelback, right? and it's like it's, I was just gonna say that it's like Nickelback. I don't hate Nickelback either. Yeah, you can't convince me. I'm, I don't know. I know uh, a friend of the show, Joey B, who does our intro. He loves Weezer. He's a big Weezer guy. Oh, yeah, he, he would. He would kiss Rivers Cuomo if he wanted to. And he's not here to defend himself or refute that. So that's true. It's like the memes where it's like, my son would, would hate Weezer. And this is the devil where he My son would hate <laughs> Weezer. My son would love Weezer and Nickelback. <laughs> my son will love the Green Album. <laughs> that's right. So, so uh, All right, Jack. This right. week. This week we're talking about Invincible first. That's right. The episode four of season two, the end of. Part one, I guess. These uh, fuckers. Can't I'm going to find Jeff Bezos and flame I'm a, living. I'm going to lick his bald head. <laughs> and what are you going to do? If I grab no, your, he's much shorter than I am. Power. If, I, if I grabbed your head and licked a bald head, you wouldn't know what to do. He'd, he'd short circuit. He might, yeah. Splitting the TV shows up. What are they thinking? Why would they do this to us? Don't they know who I am? God, are they going to be like quicker about it? How's that work? Probably not. I heard someone. I heard secondhand someone be like, "Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Robert Kirkman said they'll they'll be like one a year." Except that hasn't been the case so far. Yeah. So I don't know. Making an invincible movie, maybe. Like what? Like a live action movie? I believe that's what I heard after the first season. So it might have been in like a fury of hearsay and hype. That would be strange to me. It would be because why make the cartoon if you're just gonna make him be a real? At the boy? same make- time, yeah. At the same, that's too much. You did the same story again for everyone who's on okay, Amazon Prime. Here it is. Robert Kirkman did say. He did say one a year. I'm, I'm, I'm I can't, I can't see third, third installment very far along into production. Compared to season two, he teased that he has assembled a much bigger ensemble cast, voice cameos from more Walking Dead alums, finishing touches in the last few, few bits of season two. Not even done with season two yet. Oh Christ Almighty! But they have a billion dollars for Lord of the Rings, but they can't draw Mark Grayson enough times. They can't give a bunch of Koreans money to draw Mark Grayson. Six mean, times. They can't give them each a half cup of rice for the week. It's a really drama, Grayson. Won't take as long as season two's two year wait because the cast had already completed their voice recording prior to the actor strike. He cited the show's difficult animation project on large scales, too fam. So, a lot of woke propaganda, I say. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's, that's how I feel. So, you're going to yell at me about something? Come on. Let's, let's bring it. Come on. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, we start with, of course, where last weekend's. And we're on. Thraxus. Whatever, Bug Planet. Thraxus on. Something like that. And he's like, oh, dead. Oh, my and God. He does, my a, he does a big hug. Well, actually, no, first start with he does Nolan, a big uh, what he's doing. Oh, that's right. He's he's wandering through space. He's Nick, he's listening to a Nick Cave song, and he's sad. He's sad. Because he's, he's, he's not really he's, sure. What's his, what's, what does he do? He almost flies into a black hole. He's black hole level. The scaling's off the charts. So This is intense scaling. 
I put, did I did I bring this up last week? I did, right? About traveling through space, did I? Yeah. Still doesn't make any sense to me, right? Well, they hold their breath as in the comics. Okay, but how fast is he going? Fast. Not faster than a spaceship, <laughs> but w- so how is he getting anywhere? <sighs> you know what? You know, like the next closest like galaxy, right? It's, it's far. Or I guess he, I guess he doesn't need to go to another galaxy because he can still be in the Milky Way if he wants. But like, like next closest like star. solar system or star, or yeah, it's like ten light years or whatever is Proxima Centauri, which is o- over four light years away. So unless he was traveling at the speed of light or past the speed of light, how did he get there? Well, anywhere where it would, he, do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. But technically, if you take the scaling of him with the black hole. Technically stronger than light because he can resist the pull of it. So he could be flying faster than light. Is he? I don't. I don't think we're meant to extrapolate that much from that scene. It was just something I maybe. Th- I'm like, I guess I. I don't know. For some reason, it. I never really thought of it before, but I'm like, I guess this applies to every everyone, right? Mm. Like, in in a comic when like Superman's flying around in space, it's like how fast is he going? He's like bending. His his flight's weird. They do a weird explanation of that. They're like he's bending actual. He's bending space time, and that's why he can fly. Oh, is he? That's what. That's what I've heard. That's like the weird, like modern comics. Like, actually, this is how he's doing it. But in, in Invincible, he, uh, no one just says like, "Oh, they can just propel themselves from nothing." That's how they can fly. Yeah, that's fine. But I just yeah. mean like, space is still empty. It would take forever. Oh, it take a long time. But whatever. So he's listening to Nick Cave songs. He's sad because he's like, "Oh man, I guess I was a dick. I shouldn't like, try to kill my son. That was a, that was a bit uncouth of me." Um, and then he gets to he saves a ship of, of Thraxons, and they're like, "Hey, man, thanks." You're not so bad. And he's like, oh, okay. And he hangs out there. And then that's where we are. Um, and so there's Mark. And he's like, he gives him a big hug, like from the comic, um, which is pretty good. Yeah. So the thing I was going to blast you about is that I was like, it seems a bit quick last week. And you were like, no, not not quick. Not quick at all, Zach. You're a fool. And you spit on me. You said, spit right in your face. You're wrong. That. Was, I felt good about that. So, because you, you, I believe your exact words were like almost immediately. He, he returns and I was like that can't be true I don't believe that's true and I pulled it out because I have the first I, I have the first compendium well, I, I have them all as you know and I was that, this is all contained within the first compendium yet and listen I mean it, it may, is it splitting hairs? Yes if you have to ask maybe the answers, slightly yes. but really if you break it down he leaves in issue 12 right so it, issue 12 is, is the last part of the whole like oh I'm evil arc uh, in the comics and he leaves right mm-hmm and then the issue where Mark goes to Thraxa or whatever is issue 26. So that's 14 whole issues he's absent in. That means he's like gone longer than he's there, right? Like, so, you know, if you if we were at a similar pacing for this show as we were the first season, you could almost argue that should be like end of season two into season three kind of event. That's true. I guess that's, yeah, that's, that's true. Like that was over a year gap in the comics, and so for it to only be two episodes really that he's gone, and then at the end of the third he's already back. I, I think it's a little quick, quick quacker, a little quicker. I don't know. I guess I didn't think of that because I read it all at once, and that's the problem. You can't get a good. Well, I, I I was fairly sure that that's what had happened. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm, I don't think he can be very objective about this. No. And like obviously the the show is cutting a lot of a lot more of the the, the like week to week, the month to month fluff. I was just say. It's like Invincible can be very uh, like villain of the week because a lot of it, as much as there is like obviously larger overarching plot lines, it's like Robert Kirkman's excuse to just make his own superhero universe. Superhero universe in in shorthand, right? Mm-hmm. 
because eh, we talked about it right with whether it's like the lizard league or the big elephant suit guy it's like you can kind of just play off pre-existing characters and tropes to tell the story flesh out an, an entire comic book world mm. pretty quickly it's it's not very deep right? no, yeah. it's it's like wider than it is deep but um gets out all in so it's it's week to week there's tons of just like and then there's these guys and now he's fighting tiger people or whatever the fuck, you know. Yeah, it's a million. And then it it's, it can give you real whiplash for a while when he's like, "All right, I guess uh, Mark's dead, beat him to death." And now he's like, "Oh boy, Professor Seismic's here." It's like I don't know, <laughs> fellas. I think uh, we can just focus on the one plot. Can I do that to the end? Yeah, and it, I, so I was like doing the cr- crunching the numbers to an extent, and it's like, yeah, if they if they don't kind of pick up the pace here, it's it's like I. And I complain with almost every show we watch. I feel like I'm like I've done the I've done the numbers here, and it doesn't work. You're going to be making this show forever. Yeah, because I, I from what I heard, I, I carried the three, and I did. The, they'll be making this show <gasps> forever, forever, and by forever, I mean they'll get canceled through season four. Oh no! I'll never see the end. I'll never see Invincible drawn poorly. No. There's what? There's like 150 issues. 149 issues. 150 issues. How many? How many trades are there? I did the same? Either the same number of trades and issues? Or am I not? I might not know. No, that no. A trade is like um five or so. Oh, that's the one where they're all together. Yeah. So the compendiums are huge. The trade paperbacks are are smaller. There's, and they're still like five. Those are the hard. Those covers. are the ones you get at like Barnes and Noble. You can get the compendiums at Barnes and Noble too. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But like, I just mean when you're at Barnes and Noble, and they have all the different comic section. Those are all trade paperbacks, which are like four to. Six issue yeah. piece, and then they also the Invincible has like I think the ten issue hardcover ones. Oh, because okay. like oh, yeah. mid- I always get those, but obviously those are more expensive. You spend more money buying the fourteen of those and the three fucking monsters that are the compendiums. Yeah, which are pretty impact impractical for most other uses, but yeah, you just want to read them all. Even holding it, reading it, your neck starts to hurt. It's just so heavy; you can't really like hold it up when you read it. It's like a great tome. So because yeah, so there's twenty four volumes and like. They're what? They're they're into in the maybe third or fourth volume now, maybe. So it's like you would it would take you forever. You're talking about like at this current pace, quote unquote. It, it would be like what eight, nine, ten more years. Like yeah. it would be too much. So uh, maybe they'll maybe they'll be picking it up. They're, they're probably only going to do the big stuff. Yeah, they're probably going to start trimming quite a bit of the of the fat here. Well, and again, they already kind of have by by skipping. You know. Yeah, I mean, even the first season they like, skip. The first technical arc, which is where the, that pr- that one guy's turning all kids into bombs. They don't do that in the comic, which is a weird plot line. Oh, yeah. I mean, they kind of pick it up right. Like the fact that in the first episode, the Omnivan reveal twist happens in like that. That's kind of a departure in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, actual episode itself here. So he's like, I'm here and he's like, I, I'm, I'm king of this planet, Mark. Isn't that neat? Out, Mark's, I don't really want to talk to you. Mark's like, you're the worst. And he's like, no, no, Mark, you gotta understand. I'm real sorry about all that. I I really I I, bung, I I biffed it, frankly. Except he doesn't. He literally doesn't say. Oh, that's I'm sure sorry, he doesn't. He just goes, eh, you know. I, he's like, I missed you, and I'm like, why? You can't even like choke that out there, eh? Hey, Nolan. What's the deal with Nolan? Is that his name? I think so. What is Viltrumite name? I think. Look it up. I don't know. Well, because he told his he told his new wife his name's Nolan as well, and I was just like, that's interesting. Well, let me give it a googs here. Omni man name. Yeah, I know Nolan Grayson. Goodness, I got nothing. Real Viltrumite name. I guess the, all the other... Vil- well, spoiler, but the, the Viltrumites in this episode do call him Nolan, so maybe his name is just Nolan. Maybe it's just a happy coincidence. <laughs> That's another thing I'd say I don't really get into. 
Why, why are we all speaking the same language? How's that work? It might be one of those like um, uh, what's it called? Universal Translate. Yeah, Universal Translate or like um, like a Babelfish thing. Oh, yeah. oh, it says here on the wiki, his name is pronounced Noel Ann, like N O W L dash A H N. So it's like spelled weird. You spell it weird. Okay. So you know it's a sci-fi thing where they just take a name, put an apostrophe in a there, dash or Nolan, yeah. Kalel, Nolan. Sure, fine. So he's like, I'm king of I'm king of these people, and I, this is my wife. And here's your half brother, and he's like, Bro, what the fuck is going on? Stop doing this. Which is a pretty healthy reaction, I think. Frankly. He's like, No, Mark, you have to help me because they're gonna come kill me, and and I'm gonna go to with this kid. So help me, help me kill these people That's that so are like as strong as me maybe i don't think he's grown much he hasn't i said a couple weeks ago right or i guess we've only been doing two weeks three weeks where i was like nolan you know, omni man he's like he's a bit more complex there's, there's depth to him but he's he's never really a great guy is he no like and i'm and there's people who want to be like oversimplify and be like oh yeah no Nolan, one's a good guy he turns he's come on it was and it's like nah, not 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 really he gets better but not much He's still better. pretty fucked. Not not a whole much better. He and he beat, never really. He did almost beat Mark to death. Yeah, and he killed. I mean, he, nothing he ever does really kind of offsets all the people he murdered. I would say so. You know, he's an interesting character, but he's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not as simple as like, oh yeah, and then and then he and then he turns good. But I guess he's tr- trying. I suppose I don't know. So he's got he's got the the baby whose name we don't know yet. But um, I don't know. He's half. Insight, which means he comes out looking just like a human, but purple. Okay. Because the Viltrumite genes are stronger. They, they're so pure. They're so pure. Well, you told us that. Yeah. They're, they're such pure genes. That, is, is that how genes work? Is that how fucking... What are they called? Those squares? Hundred squares? Hundred squares? I don't think that's how that works. It's so, not. Omni-Man? Did you skip fucking biology? Probably. Much a too busy doing, meathead Viltrumite. He's too busy doing killing school. Too busy punching each other to death all day. He didn't learn about fucking Gregor Mendela. <laughs> You idiot. Here, this Earth guy, Grego Mendel, it's the thing we base all our science off. Dumbass. But, um, so yeah, he grows up quick. He grows up real fast. So he's he's younger than, or he's older than he looks. No, he's younger than he looks. He's, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> Nolan's wife is like six months old or something. That's pretty weird in its own right, I think. A little but, bit. But no, they age differently. So it's proportional. It's like people in the middle so. ages. It's weird because it's obviously intentional that Nolan's like his, his beginning of his sort of redemption arc here takes place on this planet mm. because it's like, look, they're even shorter lived than humans. Isn't that uh, relevant? And it's like, yeah, I guess so. Instead, from a certain point of view, <laughs> the question is like, is it helping him like buck those notions or enforce them? <laughs> yeah. Because if he's just like, yeah, look at how short these people are. I don't even have to care a little. But obviously he does care. But it's still weird. I don't know. I don't know what what I'm supposed to get from that. Yeah. I feel like part of it was just a mechanism by which to be like, look it, Mark has a brother and he'll grow he'll be old enough to be important. he'll be old enough to be a real character in a minute. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't worry about it. He'll, he'll grow up real fast. But so there's that. Debbie's real sad on Earth, isn't she? Yeah, because that guy called her a monster because her husband's a murderer. It's some pretty pretty she almost not chill things. I was like, is she she got to putting suicide on this bridge? What the fuck? Yeah. She cries at her, cries at no one's grave and it's like, man, this really blows. But then decides to take control of her life. Set it on her own. So that that'll be good. Yeah. Take stop accepting Cecil's money because Cecil's like a weird, creepy bastard man. Yeah. No good. 
And t- those are all his books, which no one's books, which may be important later. Ooh. So, so maybe. I mean, they are. So, I mean, I mean, they will be. But I know. It's I fun know. to pretend maybe they won't be. Yeah, come on. What do you. The Mahler twin makes a, makes a new twin of his. But it's easy, but it's easy to tell who's the twin because one of them's horribly deformed. Mm-hmm. So he's like, ah, this will make things easy going forward. Spoiler alert. It doesn't. It that's why that's why you can't know who's the clone. Um Donald is like, Am I dead? Am I a robot man? What's going on? Somebody wanna tell me I'm dead? <laughs> Be real kind. Is there something you guys all is there something you guys all forgot to tell me? Feels like you should tell a man if he's dead. Feels like just the, <laughs> a nice thing to do. The guy deserve that much. I would I, guys hey, if I got if I died, you guys have to tell me. You guys would tell me, wouldn't you? Like, hey. If Omni Man hey, kills me, you have to tell me. That's a law. If I, it's entrapment. If, if I, you don't, if I die, you have to tell me, guys. But they don't. But he figures it out. He does. He does a little bit of digging. Finds his broken glasses in the ruins of that house. How's that? There's nothing else in there. How are you gonna pull up your frames? And your whole, all the rest of your body, your old body was destroyed, except for these indestructible glasses. Nothing else in the house but mud. <laughs> mud in your glasses. What is this? How could that be? Much- what happened to that big gun you had? That's gone. Whatever. Finds his glasses, though. It's very convenient for him. And he stabs his arm and he bleeds. And he's like, huh, how good. I bleed blood. And he's like, I bet this knife, though. That can't be good. <laughs> I wanted to be like, how about the fact that it obviously didn't really hurt you? Yeah. Did that not clue you into anything? Were you being like, man, I just stabbed myself in the arm, but I don't really mind. I'm kind of kind of nonplussed. He doesn't. I mean, I guess he was like, all, you know, worked up on adrenaline, maybe. But I still was like, I mean, maybe it, it wasn't. That wasn't the intention, but. I was like, I don't know. It makes it look, they make it look like it doesn't even bother him. And then he's like, ah, whew, I'm in the clear. It's like, yeah, man, how about the fact that you just stabbed through your arm and you're not like dead? And you're like, you're going, ah, I'll be all right. Ooh, 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 crazy. That was crazy. And then the Mahler twin kill, he kills the big one. He kills the, the farmer. The, well, the, well, he's not really bigger, but he's, yeah, he's deformed. He's like, ah, call me Mahler King or King Mahler or whatever. And he's like, this will this will go well. This will be good for everyone. Having one definitely be in charge is, is definitely not going to mess with our dynamic. Oh, no, it messes our well, dynamic. Maybe. And, and mess with the dynamic quite a bit because they kind of got to bounce off each other. But if one is just like, well, I'm definitively in charge, well, then the other one's just going to be resentful. You're not... And and I guess poison him. And and by God, does he do that? And by Job, does he do that? And then uh, Adam, Adam Eve can't fit in because she's like, oh, I can't be a hero because I'm so hell bent on beating the shit out of this gun arm guy. <laughs> she's like trying to go to school. For college, but she doesn't. Well, she doesn't go to college, so she's just like, I don't know. I guess I'll wander around. I guess I'll just do whatever. You're probably pretty bored all day. She's like, I, I'm gonna hang out in this uh, the old like teen superhero superhero force base that no one uses anymore. And then Kill Cannon shows up to steal the I don't know power source the orb thing of destiny or whatever the fuck robot the orb. Yeah, the orb. And he po- and he ponders it. He ponders he's that orb. Ponder the orb, and he's like, I shan't let you ponder that orb. That's mine. <laughs> hey. Put that pondering orb back. But then a family's, you know, sedan careens off a bridge. And it's, <laughs> oh, and then she's like, save rough. them. I'm like, can't you just like turn all the water in their lungs to air or something? Can't you like do. Yeah, man. Her powers are so unbelievably overpowered. She can do anything at time. It's it's just, it's almost too much. I think you really, you might have overdid it, you know? She, she might have like, gone too far. She can like, I make a tree that grows beer and glass. Like, it's, it's insane. It's absurd. I mean, she can just materialize anything out of anything. It's like like a functional rebreather out of nothing, out of thin air, literally thin air. I mean, it's what she says in the in the special, right? She's yeah. like, look at that, out of thin air. 
It's insane. It doesn't make any real sense. You can turn the apple to gold. Why doesn't she turn fucking kill cannons blood to fucking motor oil and just <laughs> turn to or just, off. just blow his head up turn his head into like sand what if your head was fire and then it was she could so she casting. basically has soul casting why doesn't she do that more often i guess she doesn't want to kill people either bunch of bunch of weenies these yeah. teenage you need yasin in there listen has a little that's a little peek we're gonna talk about when we talk about stormlight archives book one the wave kings but not the shalon chapters we skipped the shalon <laughs> No. Speak for yourself. No, of course we didn't. Shalon's fun. So she's like, man, I, I guess it's because she's rusty. Is that the idea? Or she's working alone? Or, or she's, she's too hell bent or something? I don't know. She's too like, I want. But she's like, oh, geez, I almost killed this family in their sedan. Oh, geez. And then and then she proceeds to administer no first aid to them. Yeah. Come on. She's like, help me. Chest compressions going, Eve. Or like you said, just turn all the liquid to not liquid in their lungs. And or then pull fine. it out with whatever. He, at one point, so she catches Kill Cannon in an orb and doesn't just hold him in the orb. He can't get out of the orb. She keep him in the orb, right? Yeah. Or turn that can, orb can to like poisonous gas or sulfuric acid or something and burn him alive. Yeah, fill fill the orb with tear gas. <laughs> <laughs> fill with anti kill kill gun water or something. I don't fucking know. Why can't she just turn his arm to like butterflies and be like, ah, I get fucked? Why it's it seems or sand like, sand. Yeah. You can't go wrong with turning somebody into sand. Like I I. I <laughs> Unless it's Sandman, he's the one exception when that didn't go quite well. But like fluke, chance, really. It seems it's so un it's so unclear, isn't it? Like, that's kind of Invincible's go to. It's like how do they how do they fly through space? Whatever, fuck you. What are you? Don't read too close. Don't worry. About Don't worry it. about it, asshole. But um, so Mark, yeah. uh, the the yeah, the vulture might show up. Three of them, and Mark takes uh his uh, his new brother and Nolan's wife bug wife away into a secret cave and he's like yeah, you know i love Nolan, and we're kind of chill and mark's like I, I mean it's not your fault but i'm i'm having i'm a bit mixed up about all this she's like i understand no problem buddy it's just kind of how it goes and then uh a viltrumite always kills him and then no one kills him and then they fight the viltrumites and omni man's like mark you gotta like fight for real because these guys are as strong as you or stronger so you gotta fight to kill something like on earth and he almost wins and then the knife hair lady stabs him <laughs> with her knife it's pretty rad fights in this one huh oh yeah you finally get to see like actual viltrumites fight each other not just like yeah. mark beat the shit out of his like earthbound son who, who like has to hold back against everybody fucking how about when he karate chops the dude's guts open that's like that's great wild. that's a classic or when he like is crushing the guy's head he kills that one guy ah uh, yeah I, I think he mostly gets all of them oh he does get all three of them oh well fucking lucan lucid lucan hey, lucan comes back he, he, he turns out to be not not so dead, and I was like, "Well, that guy's dead as shit, right?" No, spoke too soon, I guess. Yeah, those those don't really make sense. I mean, they they're like, I mean, they're literally a comic level, obviously. Like, yeah, they surviving. It's just nonsense, and they just but, heal. That's like a thing they do in the comics. There's a part where yeah. Mark will get super later on the comic. Mark gets super injured, and they just kind of leave, like wrap him up, and like, well, he'll heal eventually. So we're just gonna wait him out, and he heals from like life ending wounds. I mean, you even just think like he got all his teeth knocked out last season, and I guess those grew back. So like a shark. I know, no, no. <laughs> I think they can just basically do anything. Yeah. And then all the other vulture might show back up, and then the guy's like, "All right, Mark. Well, your dad isn't going to do his job, so I guess we'll be. Like, I guess you're doing it now. So uh, get it done, or we're going to kill everybody on Earth. All right, see ya." <laughs> it's like what maniacs? You'd be like, "How would he trust you?" The whole point was that he didn't do the thing. Mm -hmm. But they're just weird. They're just weird assholes. I like the part where 
Omni Man's like, God damn you, Mark. Why do I have empathy now? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not supposed to feel this way. And Mark's like, What the f- are you? What's wrong with you? I'm gonna knock on my teeth out, Dad. He's like, These guys sucked. Why did I like them? I could kill them with a touch. Look at them. They're, they're, so they're a bunch of dumb bug people. They're a bunch of dumb bug people. Why did I care? You can turn to seance dog. He's like, How is this better? It's like, I don't know, man, because conscience. It's not better. Not really. Not really. But no one likes having a conscience. But we yes, it makes things incredibly difficult. We all just want, otherwise we all just love to murder. <laughs> Maybe. I think to an extent it would be easy to be a psychopath, probably, but we're not. That's just life, man. Yeah. Go fly into a Dude, black hole, you weirdo. Do you think hair chick is like is that not unbelievably stupid? The hair knife? Like, he catches on eventually, but shouldn't every opponent's in opening move at every point just to be able to whip her around by her stupid fucking hair? Oh, yeah. Like, you should have really, like, bang-banged her, right? Bam-bang? What's he called? Oh, Bam-bam with the... Bam-bam, the Flintstones guy? Yeah, Bam-bam. Just, sl- like, do the Hulk, right? From fucking... Yeah. Just grab her by her hair and whip her around. Or at least Man, cut it with your fucking hand that cuts yeah, your planets. Your karate chop action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real, real action moves. Like what the hell? What the fuck are we doing? Yeah, this yeah, this guy, what's he called? I don't know who you're referring to. Thula is the woman. The guy who uh, Omni Man's fighting. He's called Vidor. Vidor? Yeah, when uh, Omni Man punches him in, in both sides of his head, it just kind of pushes him. Hor- how horrible. Talking, horrible for And he's guy. talking he's talking a big game. He's like, Oh, then come kill me then. And he does it. I mean, get what he wanted in the end. He's still like seemingly somewhat aware for a for a while after that, just kind of Stumbling around, it's it's no good. No, no. But he was probably. He, I mean, he killed Alan. So I hate shit like this. I gotta say, I, I'm sure it's like a Viltrumite knife, but that shit always annoys me and stuff like this. Where it's like, so he's invincible, right? Yeah. Although to be fair, even though they're invincible, very, somehow there's a lot more. There's more blood. He's very invincible, oh. isn't it? Yeah, they're they're always bleeding all over the goddamn place. Because for sure, invincible. In the first season, especially Mark, Mark, very invincible. He gets vinced all over the place. <laughs> He's quite invincible in a lot of ways, but also he's 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 largely invincible or whatever, I guess, right? So okay, but so then it's like, why does this knife just stab him? What is that about? Like what? a special Viltrumite knife or whatever the fuck? That never made any sense to me because it's like, how come a gun can like not guns bounce off him, right? But yeah, the vacuum of space with, is no problem. Stab with knife, and it's like, oh, you really got my ass! Oh, damn it! How how could I've seen this? My one weakness. Blade. What makes a Viltrumite knife more knife? Like I don't know. It's like fucking Thor. Remember in Thor too when Loki gets stabbed and dies. I'm like, what did you fucking stab him with? Like what is that? What is that? <laughs> it's a dark elf mean? magic knife. I, like that's fucking dumb, right? Oh, for like, sure. It's dumb comic bullshit. Again, he's he's invincible, to, not invulnerable to anything until it's like I've got a sharp. It, thing. Until it has to. Until he has to be invincible for the plot. Uh, this woman gets her jaw smashed open though, so that's pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, Everyone, they all love a lot of a lot of lost teeth. I don't really punch each other's teeth out a lot. It's a lot of face Horrible. wounds in Invincible. I think it's it's the easiest way to show damage. That's the whole thing. Invincible is like, what if the punch? What if the punch is blood? And like, I guess yeah. Robert Kirkman. I guess we could do that if you really wanted to. Yeah. Again, again, it's like you know we talked about this before. I think oh, have we? Who knows? Maybe we talked about the because we didn't actually cover the first season of Invincible, did we? No, we didn't. Because remember, I refused to watch it, and we didn't. And we didn't have the show. More importantly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a big part of Invincible is like, what if I did a classic, like, three color, you know, simple, poppy art style? But it's just horrible. But, a man, it's just but horrible I rip a man in time. half with the, or I make a man go through a train and kill everyone inside. 
it's like, isn't this fun and quirky? It's the rhino, but he's an elephant. And then it's like, I, I shoved my son through a whole train of people. <laughs> I beat him to near death. I crushed a man's spine with my fingers. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. Look at <laughs> the Justice League. I killed them all. That train thing is like horrible, right? It's the worst. Oh, pretty upsetting. I, was, yeah. I saw a meme of it yesterday or the other day or something. I was just like, oh, yeah, that was what a horrific thing to do. Just, oh, oh. And that's why you're like, yeah, I don't think he's really all that great, guys. Like, I don't know how much redemption a man like this gets. Because he was, the thing about it was so many of those was literally just him being like, just trying to convince Mark. Like, look at man, come on. They're so See, weak. they all, who cares? Am I right? If I kill more, will you agree? I, I truly, I'll kill enough people that you'll sway. Ooh. So, yeah. So, Kirkman said, like, episode four is a big one and episode eight's a big one. So, I assume episode eight is when um the Viltrumites are going to show up on Earth looking, you know, coming knocking. So, looking mighty. I can't remember what happens. How that shakes out. We're still, you know, we're still a ways away from all the the big, uh, even at the accelerated rate, uh, a lot of the big Viltrum stuff. So yeah, all the big, because the uh, the big Viltrum stuff doesn't happen to like quite quite like later on. Compendium two, and we're still on Compendium one, like halfway through Compendium one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so TikTok. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So Lucan, 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 he 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 lives. I guess they got his ass. Although maybe they all live then by that logic. Probably not the. Probably the he- punched head guy, right? Maybe not, but you know they they, they have magic Viltra medicine, so maybe even knowing you're like, holy shit! But then it's like, oh, he's probably fine. I guess <laughs> I'll live. I mean, I'm sure his spine is shattered, but yeah, it's like, well, I guess they just heal though if you give him enough time. Yeah, they'll just heal at like such not like a Wolverine rate, but enough that like any they'll just yeah, come, not they'll come back from anything. You give him enough time. Yeah, they um as long as you don't really like finish him off at the end, it yeah. seems like yeah, you can pretty much come back from anything. So. Barrett, I guess. I hope. I hope Hair Lady's dead. Oh, I'm tired of her. She is. Though. Get rid of her. She probably also isn't. Unless, unless Omni Man's. Oh no, because yeah, he. Well, she might have drowned on her own blood. Think, <laughs> although I don't see why they should be able to drown if they can breathe in space. So, I don't worry about it. Don't. They're like fucking. They're like cockroaches. These guys. Yeah, you got to nuke them to get rid of them. You got to quantum bomb them. So, he's like, read my books, Mark. There's, they're pretty good. The they're unappreciating their time. <laughs> take the lessons from my books mark oh uh, so you know and but then uh, the books are she threw the books out so he'll have to go buy some copies from his local bookstore perhaps you'll have to support local business library or i yeah. or amazon yeah, or just amazon yeah. well that's it isn't yeah, it he'll be like, well i got really be easier for me to get these on my kindle i think so <laughs> funny i i hope any more amazon products than amazon shows i want mark to be like i love this new show the fellas <laughs> It's really a takedown of superheroes. Have you guys seen The Boys? It's pretty good. It's like it's kind of like what if Omni Man went? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hmm. The guy who played, it's like oh, just the, also just a real Homelander. Um. So yeah, I guess he's got to read. <laughs> he's got to read all of his dad's like fucking pulp novels. That'll be annoying. <laughs> like, oh, God, this guy sucks. This alien war- <laughs> a thousand years. Like, what if I tried writing? I've always loved writing. <laughs> One of them's called like the man with the invincible gun. I think it's, invin- what the fuck? I think it's oh, invincible or invisible. I couldn't tell. Uh, it's like that sounds like a stupid ass book. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to read that. I ain't reading all that. Space Racers Infinity Ray. What are looking up? I was trying to see. I was trying to find the titles of some of his books. I can't really though. Ah, well, we'll probably learn about it in four months or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I guess so. So this is it for a while, huh? Huh. Got to uh, 
I don't know. They split it up because they hate me. Because I hate our show. They're like, all right, guys. Well, they can text sweat for some of December until Aquaman 2 comes out in Wonka. And saves us. It's our true salvation. Aquaman 2. Our favorite movie, maybe? My favorite DC movie, maybe? You know, it literally just The Man with the Invincible Gun. What a stupid book. <laughs> Novel books. <laughs> wow. Novel books. It's fun. Well, isn't that a pun? Yeah. Thanks, Robert. Also, Savage, Savage Planet, Savage Beasts. <laughs> wow, Nolan, you're a real fucking wordsmith. <laughs> you know that? <sighs> what a guy. So, um, yeah. You know, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, definitely like the, the fight scene. Pretty, pretty good. I got to say, because I read that and he was like, yeah, man, episode four is a big one. I almost think I was expecting a bit more, but that's on me, you know? Yeah. Never expect. It was, it was definitely, it definitely wasn't bad or anything. No. Although I've seen people point out, and I kind of agree that like, I, I still think the best stuff they've done is the Adam Eve um, special. Oh, yeah. That's got a lot of really interesting uses of her powers and stuff. And I don't know if any of the fight, although the fight season, this were good. But but it's very punchy. I mean, I do like how you said like they actually have to fight each other. So there's more like doing you know kung fu type moves and shit. Yeah, they can't just like just pop bulldoze their way through everybody. Whereas like on Earth, Omni Man didn't have to do anything. And he just has to like move his hand, crush a man's skull. Yeah. So I do like that aspect of it that they're like they're kung fuing it up. They're like it's like the Matrix or something. I don't know. It's cool. Which I it's it's that's how it is in Man of Steel as well because it's like another great everyone, DC movie. Listen, that's actually one of the better ones, turns out. <laughs> turns out. Ain't that crazy. Speaking Man. of DC, Five Nights at Freddy's have surpassed the uh, box office of The Flash. Good for them. Good for them. And you think that's a better film than Blade Runner? Just everyone at home needs to know. Oh, they can know. I'll tell anybody who will listen. You shouldn't. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta be ashamed. I won't. Mr. Greatest Movie of All Time to every movie. Blade Runner is literally... No. Don't, 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 go ahead, don't say it. Go on, say the line. Say the line, Zach. Don't, don't Blade Runner is literally what the great one of the greatest movies ever made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all fucking the greatest <laughs> movie ever made. No, but Blade Runner really is. Is yeah. And so is Gladiator, and so is uh, and then and, and everything. Yeah, Gladiator, Gladiator, <laughs> Gladiator, and Blade Runner get to be Blade Runner. Jesus Christ, you're losing. Look at you. Also think Five Nights at Freddy's better than the Killer. That's harsh, Jack. That's that's not accurate. Fucking fight, it's afraid. I do okay. Do you think it's not like an extreme overreaction though? All these people were like, clearly, video games are the new era. Oh, that's why insane. that's a stupid thing to think because Five Nights at Freddy's and, and Super Mario, Super Mario, a cartoon for babies that came out this year <laughs> for Illumination, the studio that always oh. makes a billion dollars. Bravo, fucking do you, are you familiar with the YouTube channel Captain Midnight? No, it's a it's just like a like a comic book movie kind of YouTube channel, like he's like mm-hmm. ghost stuff, and he had a whole video about like. Are video game movies coming out next? Fucking no, moron. What? Obviously not, right? What? Is that was that what he said or what? Pretty much. What, he was like, maybe Last of Us was good. It's like, no, no. Last of Us was good, but and God not, bless it. But it's it's that's a prestige television show. That's not really it's like the exception a, that proves the rule. I'd argue, absolutely. Because what do you make a fucking God of War TV show? Go fuck yourself. No, I you're think not. we said as much. Did we? We, pro- we probably did. We're like, this is like the one good thing that ever. One good thing they've ever done. Tell and again, t- it's because it's based off of a video game that's barely a video game yeah, in a lot of ways. It, let's be honest. Because look, at they had to, if instead of taking a video game that's mostly plot and then making it into a show, they did the reverse with Five Nights at Freddy's and they're like, oh God, how do we give this game a plot? No, and it, it turns out poorly. We can't. In dumb ways. So, they put yeah. Matt Pettis though. Now, also, I, like, I, I posit you this, Zach. Does yeah. 
Blade Runner or the Killer have a cameo from Matthew Patrick of the Fuck. of the acclaimed. Now, hold on, I'm not finished. Get, uh, game theory, food theory, film theory, and fashion theory channels. Well, you've really you've got me in a in a real bind here, Jack. And, and no, they don't. That's I right. Thought. It's some good Game of Thrones ones back in the day. They they really are genuinely well done. Pretty well thought out a lot. Of time. I think he guessed a lot of shit for Finance at Freddy's, and the guy got pissed. You hear about this? No. I think that's the thing that happened. He like he like correctly guessed stuff, and the guy was like, "Well, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not telling you now." <laughs> I I think I have a Scott Cobb. like, I just fuck with Matt Pat now. Sometimes I just fuck with him. So what happens? I mean, listen, it's it's kind of a double edged sword because if you do it well, people should be able to guess to an extent, right? Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. So. Otherwise, they're never going to guess it, and then it's like, well, what was even the point of any of this? But yeah, I don't. I definitely. Or you don't do the or you do the Brandon Sanderson approach, where you tell someone exactly what's going on, but you but it's so crazy that they have no way of understanding why it's happened, and you explain it like can't. four books later, and you're they, like, "Fuck you!" They can't understand it. Yet. Yeah, you're like, "Yeah, we're gonna go the Thunder Clasp," and you're like, "What?" You're like, "Go fuck yourself." We'll talk about it in book three. It's like, huh? Wouldn't you like to know, Weather Boy? Yeah. See, in six years and twelve and twenty two hundred pages. So yeah, I I really don't understand that. I, I got, it's almost. I almost feel like. It, are we forgetting a third example from this year? Yeah, I guess. I guess unless Last of Us is the. Th- I guess Last I, of Us. I is think the it third. is a third example because I can't think of any other I video. Like it hardly counts though because it's not a movie. I, I would oh, agree. Gran Turismo, maybe I don't know. Like you see what I mean? There's no. There's nothing. Gran Turismo, like this is really. It's not even like it's based on the story that vaguely relates to the video game. People, people just loved. It. It's just sensational. It's just like, is this the new thing? Yeah. No. It would so never people have been like, oh, Disney freaking out now that they don't have video games. Like, what do you even mean by that? They own all the Star Wars video games. There's like less than 10 video games, period, that are worth adapting into television. I'm just saying, I'm just going to, or film. I'm just going to say, Jack. I've said, I've done it. I've, I've gone and said it, actually. You've gone and said it. And, two, and the two we've got, not the ones I'd pick. Oh, they're making The Legend well, of Zelda movie. Is yeah, that's also going to be a, that's also going to be a, like a dumb movie for babies, so. But it's not live, it's not animated, which I think is. Oh, it's not? It's live action. I don't know if that's better or worse. Oh, I thought Illumination I th- was also doing that. I one. think it's worse. I'm like, just, just do the, just naked animation. What the fuck? Who the cares? That's true. It's, it's a, it's a series that has never once attempted to be realistic ever. Like, if there's any series that video game series that would be a slam dunk to animate, why would it? Like a nice fantasy Legend of Zelda. There's a ton of games that have like some semblance of story. There's like, well, you could do like Breath of the Wild or something. The best, the most perfect game ever, maybe. What other games? You could do Xenoblade. Xenoblade Xenoverse? What's what's the one? I don't know. Xenoblade. Or Xenoblade. I don't know. We're getting Fallout coming up here as well. That, oh, that right. Something. Sure, I guess. But I'm, I'm I, you know, I'm skeptical of that as well. As, as you know. Whenever we actually finally get a trailer for that, I'll get well into it. Maybe they could, maybe, a G, maybe the GTA. So is that anything? No, it's nothing. It's just like, what if we did a, a one about? If you just did, if you did a Grand Theft Auto movie, that's just a Guy Ritchie film. I think I, that's one hundred percent. I just make Guy Ritchie direct it. And it's like, well, you just like Guy Ritchie make a film, and you're like, is that anything? They'll just, it'll, they'll just take a rejected Guy Ritchie script and just like stamp GTA on the front of it and be like, that's good enough. Who gives a shit? Exactly. Make Jason say the protect the hive or whatever the fuck. Who cares? See, also, you can't really do that in the same day and age that we're still getting like Halo on Paramount Plus. Which is like <laughs> right. a, an absolute affront to that whole thing. I forgot like, about like, Halo. Like it's the age of video game adaptations. Again, you've got like one good one, one worthwhile one, really, all year. And listen, that and when that's done, after after season two, they don't have any more Last of Us to make. So, uh, 
It'll be over. In four years, when Last of Us 2 gets released, that'll be it. And then we'll be done. Like, what are you? I don't know. I got nothing else. Nothing. Are we making the Hogwarts Legacy movie? Oh, we did. We, we made. Did. We did that. We did that already. Yeah. We make. Oh, I know. We're, we'll make the Jedi Knight Jedi Academy movie. Oh. Oh wait. We're oh. Already, we already did those, didn't we? Oh, I know. We'll make the Lego Indiana Jones into a live action. Oh no, we already did that too. See, they already tried Assassin's Creed and it was shit. Yeah, Michael Fassbender was in that too. They've made about thirty Resident Evil movies, none of which are very good or particularly. Lance like Reddick's in the most recent one. I know. Rest in power. The most recent Resident Evil. Yeah. Well, it came out like a year ago or two ago. Whenever that last one came out. Oh no, that's a that's a different thing. Hmm? That's not what I was talking. I was talking about the the ones with um, what's her name, Mila Jovovich or whatever. Bless you. There's like a whole six, and they were they were somewhat successful that were very loosely based upon the films. I'm not familiar. I know the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider film. Oh, Paul W. Anderson. Paul W. S. W. S. Anderson. They made like eight of them, man. I, I, buddy, I'm not. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. You've never seen like a poster for a Resident Evil movie? No. Are you trying to like? Are you are you fucking with me? I'm not. If I do, all right. If I do, I don't remember. Because I want you to show and be like, oh, I remember that, and be like, oh, you were lying. I don't remember. If I do, it's I've I don't I don't recall what it would look like. Perhaps if I saw it, I, something would spark in my mind. Okay, they only made five. I was I was exaggerating a bit. Oh wait, four, five? I can't. Count. Three, two. They, they didn't make any. You lied. <laughs> but um, the one you're thinking of is something different. I think. Oh, nuts. Here's Death Island. This is from this year. Oh wait, this is a. This is one of those. This is one of those animated ones. One of those CGI ones. Oh God, they gotta stop doing that. They Welcome to Raccoon City. That was this was a Netflix movie series or something, I believe. Right? Yes. Of some persuasion. But I don't think that was very good either. Or is it this one? This is a 2022. Oh, this is a Netflix series. Okay. Lance Reddick's in this, Jack. This is what. It, this is what it was. This is what it was. The 2022 Resident Evil Netflix series. I heard that was uh, poor. Yeah, I knew it was gonna be. So I think we've spun our wheels enough. Um, Perfect. So let's Akatek out of out of an Amazon Prime show that deconstructs superheroes into the other Amazon <laughs> Prime Amazon Prime show that deconstructs superheroes, but it's that show's spinoff, Gen V. All right. So what did we, you, what we, did we you planned on talking about when it came out? But we did a thing where I forgot about it, and then we didn't. But now we've talked about it now, listeners. We've we've recovered. I was watching Gen V the whole time. I love this shit. Yeah, yeah. We it's always kicked ass. Know. It's kicked ass, man. I love this show. So what did you think of... How did you feel about the concept of Gen V? wasn't great. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, should I do my little thing where I explain that I didn't know this was a, was a show they were making? Mm-hmm. Can I do, it, mm-hmm. Would that be fun? Mm-hmm. be fun for everyone at home? So I didn't know they were making this show because I didn't know this was a thing that existed. I don't know if... I, maybe we... Maybe I maybe we talked about the show and I forgot or we never talked about it or it somehow slipped through us. <laughs> I definitely Whatever. mentioned it to you several times, and somehow each time you're like, "Oh, is this is this fake though?" So yeah, I would I I definitely saw like trailers on like YouTube ads or like thumbnails for stuff on like the gent like the Vought YouTube channel, you know the whatever the one for the boys is, and I was like, "Oh, the the boys." cast or crew or whatever just doing a fun little bit where they do like, and here's a college you can go to if you're a superhero, like pretending to be real. And I said, that's probably it. It's just a funny goof. I can't wait for season four. And I brushed it off and away from me. Come to find out it's a real thing. They're actually making it. And they made it. Um, I thought it was, I mean, it was good, but I wouldn't say I liked it more than any of the seasons of the boys. Really? Yeah. 
I, I would say I like all three seasons of The Boys more than I like this show. Not to say the show is bad, but I say it's not as good as the three seasons of The Boys we already have. I I suppose I would have to agree with that um, nice. o- overall. But I don't know. Something about the way you framed it makes it sound bad. <laughs> so, I don't agree with that. I don't know. Just coming out the gate being like, it's worse than any of the seasons of The Boys. I suppose that technically might be true, but it's certainly not bad. I, and I said as much. You'll listen. Record, rewind thirty seconds, and hear me say, "I don't think it was bad, but I don't think it was as good." I said exactly yeah, that sentence. Okay, but yeah, again, surely you see what I'm saying. Something about framing it in that particular way presents a certain whatever. Fine, say whatever you want. I think I might like it more I, than like season one of The Boys or something. I, I liked this quite a lot. Um, so yeah, so okay, so this takes place in and around season three. I know. I think it's placed directly after season three. I was gonna. I was just saying place wise. Oh, Godkin University, which is it's the it's the college you go to if you're a soup, and there's a billion of them. Which like, yeah, you feel like there's too many. How many freaking soups are there? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, how many? Like, they can't all be superheroes. How can they all profit off of all of them? I guess that's the thing though, is that they don't. None of them really need to be superheroes. They're all just products, right? They're all just like celebrities. They don't really because it's like, is there any crime? There's almost like that's that's the thing that the boys does not have very many of, right? It's like there's no super villains really. Yeah, the only, the, it's only season one where Homelander gives terrorists he makes super villains because he wants a challenge. Yeah. So there's like there's really not it's not a problem that they have, I guess, because everyone who becomes a superhero just gets you know funneled into the the corporate machine of it all. So like, there's really yeah. no no issue there, I guess. Not at all. But, so this is college you go to, and we we follow a, a, a main. A, cast of characters here yeah so we got maria murray murray isn't it murray she's the main character she's her power is blood manipulation which Um, she learns the first time she gets her period and accidentally kills her parents because it's a boy of course that happens Mm -hmm. you get uh emma emma she can uh grow and shrink people oh that's kate that's kate you're right Emma emma can grow and shrink Based on how much she eats, and it's like Ant Man, except with bulimia. bulimia. <laughs> yeah, bulimic Ant Man. Um, so that's which is a pretty interesting take. Um, you have Jordan, who's like a uh, bi gender uh, shapeshifter. Yeah, shape. So she can literally... yeah, and 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 then pulse powers. Maybe not clear, unclear. Yeah, I never. I guess I should have confirmed this before we, because <laughs> we're talking about it, and it's like I I can't tell if they're meant to have different powers depending on which gender they're presenting as or what um it, it, at the very at least socially right they seem to like present the male side more for like being tough and fighting right which mm-hmm. which is directly addressed a couple of times so it's like hey how come you how can we turn into a guy every time you want to yell at us to <laughs> make a point um and then also i don't know i guess they turn more into the woman when they want to be like sexy and stuff something like that it's unclear uh you've kate like you said, who has mind control powers and mind reading powers? Yeah, right. Um, and dream Andre powers is Magneto, and he's Magneto's son. But if Magneto got brain hem- brain aneurysms, mm-hmm. and I did not like Andre. I gotta say, he's my least favorite. Oh yeah, I mean it's yeah. it was, uh, somewhat fair, I guess. But it was pretty, and even his uh, not even just like as a character. I thought his like I thought his acting was like eh, kind of just pretty bland. And we oh. have Golden Boy. Who is like Johnny Storm? Yeah, and then but he he's not around for long. And Sam, who's like Golden Boy without fire, but he's stronger yeah. than Golden Boy. 
And they all have the boys thing where they're all pretty much like tougher, tougher, tough, kind of super strong too. And we learned that all soups have like advanced, all have like a certain level of fine tuned hearing. And I assume probably vision as well. Oh yeah. Cause they're all sensitive to the hearing. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. They're all like dogs. Yeah. So basically the plot of this is like, whoa, not everything is as it seems. It's the boys. There's bad. Can you believe there's, there's mishappenings afoot at Goldkin university? It's not all as you might think. Um, so this starts in, in the very first episode when Golden Boy, star pupil of the school, number one ranking. Um, Going to go to the seven? Yeah. A short trip. To, I don't know what I was trying to say there. Neither. Or, I don't know. He's, he's literally right about to be on the seven. They're like, got him. They're making up. a suit. They've got a suit on the way. He's like, they're like ready to send him ASAP. He's going to be on the set. He's replacing Starlight probably. I don't know. Probably. And he immolates uh, the the Clancy Brown teacher guy. <laughs> he immolates Clancy Brown, the main teacher guy, and then blows like, himself up and 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 suicides. Because I guess you can just do that. Why not? I mean, shit, be yeah. cool. Flies up and blows up. I guess if you can turn into fire, you can just keep going. I don't know. Didn't know it was like, but that's cool. Not yeah. really. I mean, it's it's pretty horrific, but that's yeah. part for the course. That's the boys. Then the whole and then the whole kind of season is like. Why part of it is like why did Golden Boy kill himself? What's going on here? <laughs> why would he? No, why would he do that? Why would he do that? Why would? Why would he break? And then it's just, oh, excuse me, just all about uh, all the shitty stuff Vod does where they twist things. Uh, they use Tech Knight, which I know people were thinking that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was going to play in season four, but now he's oh, off yeah. the table. They don't, and they don't use Tech Knight in the way he's used in the comics. They well, they well they use the part that's gross because it's the boys, but in the mm-hmm. comics he's just like the Iron Man. It's like a big suit because he's tech. Yeah, I kind of thought that. Like, he's not... It wasn't very techy in this. No, but they do keep the thing where he just fucks everything. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Not from a there tumor. He's, that's just the thing he does. <laughs> well, there you go. He's there investigating. Basically, there's like a, a secret underground lab situation at the school where they're testing on, uh, you know, super-powered kids, which is pretty lame. Super not cool of them, I would say. Yeah. And it's and got- about, you know, juggling this and being a teen... Being a twenty high schooler, adult, teen, something or other, you know, all their superpowers are kind of related to like young adult, teen issues. Um, in you know, except for the magnetic one, that was just um, kind of a fun one. That's true. His thing is like his like oh, legacy and my relationship with my father and expectations. Oh, but in a lot of subtle or not so subtle ways, it's like oh my god, I have to cut myself to use my power, and look at I have to be bulimic to use my power, and look, I'm confused. Skinny I'm and pretty, skinny and, and I have a tail. Yeah, the tail one's gross. Didn't like the tail one. Hey, come on. But what? A, what a terrible go. Imagine finding out that like your parents judge you with Vot Gen V and being like, or Gen V, uh, compound V and be like, I got a fucking tail. He gets to be fucking Johnny Storm and I got I'd be tail lady. What are you gonna do? Yeah, can't win them all. You really can't. And then obviously Jordan is like you know gender identity and stuff. And and sonic powers or whatever. So. Yeah, and Sam is schizo- and Sam Luke's brother just has regular schizophrenia. That's true. He's just, just kind of schizophrenic. So yeah, and he's being kept under the school. And he escapes in the first episode, but Marie and Andre actually stop him and force him back into the woods. So they're like, "Oh no, he could have escaped." And Luke is like, I'm "Sam, what about Sam?" So it's all that. Um, and then Sam escapes eventually with the help of Emma, who can shrink. Who just digs through a guy's brain? She was well, she was pretty okay with. She's pretty cool with that. Didn't seem to have any long term effects on her, which you know, good for her. 
According to this, when Jordan's male, they're indestructible, and when they're female, they can shoot the energy blasts. Aren't they all kind of indestructible? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> what a, what a lame get. Like, well, I'm indestructible. It's like, yeah, like everyone is, bro. What? Yeah, we're all indestructible. Yeah, we're all indestructible. But they, you know, they unravel this conspiracy, and it turns out the Dean's in on it, because of course she is. Um, she hates soups, because her family was killed by Homelander when he took that plane down in season one. And that's pretty cool. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I liked that, actually. Um, yeah. But she, she, she goes too far in a few places. Like, yeah. So it turns out at least part of the uh, idea of the, the woods, which is what they call this underground exper- uh, laboratory place, is to try to develop like a, a soup, soup virus. Yeah, a virus that'll only affect soups that'll like attach to the compound V in their blood and kill them. They're making fucking soup COVID down there. And, uh, They're making the soup COVID. Soup COVID. And uh, because she kind of hates them all. She's like super racist. Like like a number of characters in this. In this like, program. really? She's she's really not too far off from our, our boy which, there. Which they reference. They reference him, not by name, but Mallory shows oh, yeah. up. And he's like, I know a guy who's a lot like you and is in his unbridled soup racism. Because she shows up, she's like, "Okay, I've heard you got. Let me let me check this out." And she's like, "This you've gone too far. <laughs> this, is <laughs> this, is this is obviously not okay. You've got to stop." Um, but I, I thought she was interesting in her relationship with Kate because Kate is ostracized from her family because she accidentally kills her brother. Basically, it sends him off and never to never come back. Which no, you know, that's not her fault, man. No, but it'd be scary. Oh yeah, I guess it would be. I mean, I suppose I can understand. No, uh, not really. I guess I can understand her mom, but uh, she's too mean about it. Well, yeah, she. It's a little. I'm sure maybe taking precautions, but she's just like, ah, I'm never going to talk to my daughter again. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna lock her behind this iron door for nine years. Like, Especially <laughs> when they all learn, because obviously she didn't know at that point. You know, it wasn't a co- a couple years later when fucking the boys happened <laughs> that they all know about Compound V now. You'd be, I'd be pissed, right? Yeah, like, and that's she did that. I mean, she's like that in this show, right? Yeah, it, she. Is it her or is it Jordan? One of them's like, our parents shot us up and our shitheads and we hate them. And you're that like, was, that was Kate. Yeah, she, right. So it's like, yeah. Can you blame her? I, I see where she's coming from, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But like, my mom gave me these superpowers I didn't want and was, it didn't ask I was for mad it. when I got superpowers. I was mad when I, when I accidentally presented them in a way that I would have no control over and no way to know of because, again, didn't ask for or know about them. Yeah, and it's just a crapshoot with Compound V and what you're going to get. Fuck me, I guess. I guess that's my fault. Guess I get to be an orphan now. Where'd she get that giant metal door from? Did Vought send that to her? It's like, yeah, here's a giant metal vault to put your daughter in. How's that going to stop her? Just just get like a lock. It's true, because she like like lets her in there, and then she's like, don't don't let her talk to you. (laughs) Touch you, I guess? She has to touch you, right? Okay. Yeah, she doesn't make contact. Don't let her touch you. And it's like, what the (laughs) fuck? What the hell, man? A door with a pretty big lock would have, a door that locks from the outside would have got the job done all the same. Horrible. So she she takes her off her hand and they have like a so they have like a something going on there. A daughter mother mother daughter relationship, which I think you know is kind of genuine. Um, well, we know well, we know it is genuine because she can read her mind. Oh, that's right because she makes yeah, it's true. So that, that that's kind of an interesting like uh, mid season twist. Did you see that coming? That Kate was evil. Yeah, that Kate's kind of on the bed. I don't know if she's quite evil. Well, but she's on the bad team. I did kind of. I was hoping. I was like, mm, this Kate feels like the character is gonna be bad. And I was like, maybe she won't be. She's being so nice. And then she was like, and I'm evil. And I'm like, well, I guess I knew that was coming. 
Because, um... The mind control lady who can make you do whatever you want. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Because they yeah. wake up with, like, amnesia at one point, and they're like, what? And I think How it's the guy who, like, mind roofies you. Which would pretty... See, I thought that was a, that was a good enough distraction for me. I was like, oh, I guess it's probably that guy. Yeah. Um, I didn't really think much of it. But then it's like, oh, my God, it was Kate. Oh. Um, and then it's revealed that she was just doing this all the time to Golden Boy. Like, and that's, that's why he went insane. Yeah, because he's like, I keep erasing his mind, and actually, maybe that's not a good thing, because those memories aren't going away. He's just, like, repressing them. And they're all coming back in bits and pieces at, like, random times. It probably killed him. Oh, yeah. And then at one point, he, wait, he like, comes to in the middle of, like, them transfusing his bow with his brother. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was all about. I think to make him stronger, because Sam is stronger than him. Yeah, I think they were using Sam's blood to make him even better. Yeah, which, again, the strength thing they kind of play with, because there's a couple times where Sam will fight other soups, but it's like, he's supposed to be like, his brother was supposed to be Homelander, and Sam was supposed to be even stronger than him, so he should just fucking, like, destroy them with, just pull them apart, because that's what Homelander does with other soups. He pulls them apart like they're nothing. It's true. Except Soldier Boy, but, again, these are very powerful individuals. Yeah. So, he's around. He has, like, a relationship with Emma. He makes everybody into puppets. Yeah. That was fun. Not great ways. Um, I mean, he's he is legitimately schizophrenic. <laughs> like, yeah. At first, you're like, oh, are they just kind of? Is he just you know kind of uh, poorly adjusted because they keep him in a cage in the ground? No, he, he's he's very that mentally didn't help. ill. That didn't help. It him. Didn't help. No, it didn't help. But he is very mentally ill. Yeah, he ought to be on some lithium or something. I guess they couldn't just give him some super lithium. Some vault lithium. Still use lithium. No, I think that lithium is bipolar. They still use that. I hope they better be. I got a lot of stock in those mines. <laughs> I better be something better than. Oh, what well, could be better? Okay, but God put lithium in the earth. He put. He didn't put fucking Prozac in the earth. I'll tell you that much for free. He put goddamn lithium in the earth for me to take because I get a little too happy sometimes and I get a little too sad sometimes. So it bounces me out. Because I think, I mean, it's like a that's like a heavy metal, right? Surely that can't oh, be oh, yeah. in your blood. You right? bet your ass, it's a heavy metal. It's an alkaline earth metal. That's what it is. I don't think you can just be... It's number three on the periodic table. I don't think you can be getting that up in you. Oh, really? What do you trust? I trust 1950s doctors. Damn right. Smoke with, smoke with your baby, take a couple lithium pills, and have a, I don't know, uranium bath. Gives yeah, a shit. Right. Um, I like the episode that was all in Kate's head. That was fun. Soldier Boy showed up. Yeah, that was fun, right? I, I heard apparently, Um, I saw some quote where they're like, it was hard for like some, I think from Marie's actor or something like that, that it was hard to do the scene because Jensen Ackles was just like ad-libbing a soldier boy and they just couldn't keep it straight because he was just saying just random out-of-pocket shit. Just being funny. Yeah. You know what I didn't quite get about that, though? If if what? I'm going to... I'm actually... He's like, how did they know soldier boy acts like that? Like, how come in Kate's head he's like, he is, he's in real life? He's a raunchy, like, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Shouldn't he just be like a straight-up like Captain America? Like, hello, I'm here to defend truth, justice, and the American way. I would never have premarital sex. Yeah, exactly. Instead, he's just like he is in real life. Like how gross and weird. But Bill Cosby's my dad. <laughs> I don't know. I just that was funny. Yeah. Always comes back to old soldier boy. I guess it's because her version of him is when she was weird and and teenaged and horny. Yeah. But still, it doesn't really make sense, does it? No. But again, I'm probably thinking too hard about it. I definitely think so. They just killed that other guy. I know, poor guy. Poor guy who was 28, but aged slowly. What a bum what party to get. Yep, it's another lame one. Yeah. 
Lock of the Boys is kind of just fast and loose with who, what powers are. He's like, eh, Kate's got mind control and mind reading and can trap you in her mind and God knows what else. She's like the most powerful person. Pretty, She seems pretty good. I mean, her big thing is that like it really it has an effect on her. There's a couple of times throughout the season where it's like, oh, man, come on. Poor Kate. Like, I mean, she's a bad guy or whatever for a lot of it, but they really, they're hard on her. Oh, yeah. She really gets it. She really gets it done on herself. Mm-hmm. Um, What else do we got throughout here? Uh, what was I going to say? I just like the puppet stuff. Who is it? When he's talking to the TV guy and there's the puppet deep with the gills. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're going to, they got to kill them all. He's like, shut up, televisions, Jason, whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Or when he kills all those guys as the puppet. Yeah, and he's like, so well, I, I, I and I was like, man, he pulls that. I'm like, that's where they can do all the horrible shit. Cause you're like, well, that's puppets. Yeah, I guess so. And he's like, no, I am. I did kill some guys, but it was right. They were puppets at the time. And it's like, this guy's not in a good way. Yeah. I, you know, I think if Emma was more well-adjusted herself, you know, probably wouldn't go this way. No. Don't you think? Like, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think if she was, you know, doing all right, completely untraumatized in her life, if uh, she would have been like, this this guy's actually maybe needs like, this guy's all right. Yeah. But like, actually, I think I can fall in love with this man. It's like, I don't know. He's like, he's talking about puppets and shit. It, it was kind of a, a little sad when we see the flashback of when Sam is, when he's freaking out before it gets sent to the woods. Mm-hmm. And Luke shows up, and he's just like, "They like ruined me. They they could have they broke my brain. I could have been normal." And it's like, "Buddy, you would have never been normal." Yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's probably not. Compound V would not yeah. have given you schizophrenia. It just made you. It just made you dangerous, even more dangerous. Probably right. Yourself like, and others. Really, I don't think there's much to suggest that that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, we get we get a we get a uh, what is it that one senator lady who's a secret soup? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Although I was also going to say the um the thing with Andre and Kate were having like a whatever affair, an affair the whole time. That was like, man, that was tough. Yeah, Andre's the worst. Also, why I didn't like Andre? Boy. He's just kind of a dickhead. I mean, they address it too. Yeah, I don't know. I think on the scale there, Kate gets it much worse though. <laughs> I guess that's true, but I find Kate more interesting as a character than Andre. Yeah, I guess I would agree with that. Uh, the yeah, the whole I don't want to be like my dad. I'll be like my dad thing gets. I don't know. It's not super compelling to me. Oh, yeah. But yeah, definitely the you're you're probably right. Kate's probably more interesting. Again, her thing's quite sad, and her all like, ooh, jeez. But I mean, is it worse to like? It's pretty bad to cheat on your best friend with his girlfriend or whatever. Even if you aren't superheroes, um, right? And it's also pretty bad. I, obviously, it's I don't know. I guess I would almost say it was. It's is it worse to to fuck your best friend's girlfriend or is it worse to fuck your boyfriend's best friend? That's really the question, isn't it? I just think Kate loses out because she was also mind washing him the whole time, and that's pretty terrible. Yeah, so, that's true. No matter how you slice it, you're still fucking with a guy's brain. Pretty terrible. All I was around. surprised when he killed himself, and I was like, I mean, hindsight, I was like, well, he has to go because we can't have the strongest guy run around because then the problems get all fixed. Because mm-hmm. he, because he's, because they showed because the whole point is that he's like he's actually a good guy, not a dick. So I'm like, oh, well, then he's got to go. Mm-hmm. Like he can't have the good guy who's strong stick around, uh, and then. Oh yeah, so Juan Carlos Esposito's daughter, yeah, yeah. daughter is like, "Hey Marie, I also have blood powers." I was like, "Do you? You have the exact same powers, but why do your eyes do different things?" That doesn't make any sense. But whatever, her eyes. Yeah, because you can see it when he she kills a doctor is that her eyes go white when she blows up somebody's head. Oh yeah, yeah. And we <laughs> hadn't seen Marie's eyes do that, but it's clear that she has the same powers because she does the same trick. Yeah, I think unless it's something. Do you think it's something else? Like she was being 
like dishonest there? Or? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was it was too specific. Like the thing that she did was so was just exactly what Marie does. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I guess they could just be like, and I have another power that was easy to replicate this. But I feel like that's too like convoluted, like gymnasticky. Like just Occam's razor it and be like, well, she probably has the same power and she just can use it. Or it's similar enough that's like, yeah, we both do blood stuff and I do it a little bit differently. Something like that. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring it up right here. Um I kind of forgot that people most people still don't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see like, what you oh, mean. Her eyes get all like meh. Maybe it's just that particular thing. Because like that's something that obviously uh Marie hasn't unlocked yet. Learned how to do yet, I guess. She's just on penises right now. Yeah, she hasn't. Uh, so maybe that requires a certain specific focus, and, and your eyes go white or whatever. So I, I would hold out that there's still a chance of that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was cool because it was like there was kind of a thing of like, what the fuck is her power? What was it? What is her heads making people make people heads explode? Power? What even is that? Because <laughs> it's not just heads. Because when she kills that guy, she used to know he like she he like dies and she blows up part of his head and then like blows up his whole body. So I thought it was like a, at first I thought it was like a pressure thing. Yeah, where she can like increase pressure. And just like in like a burst, and obviously the quickest way to kill someone is just blow up their head. Yeah. Also, it was very you know quite quite the spectacle in that fucking wherever they were courtroom. In Congress. Yeah, when he just kills half of everybody in that room, she just explodes a bunch of people's head. That's pretty freaky. So yeah, she's pretty terrible. Um, he's the worst. It's very insidious because she's obviously she's running on her whole like she's kind of an anti soup person. Um, yeah, she runs a little agency that Huey's a part of. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, I've seen her whole her whole thing for like a couple seasons. I was been like, oh, I'm tough on soups, and then like, so if she did win and like ends up as president, then she's actually good. Good, she's well on board with the soups, and, her and she's and, in deep with Vought. Yeah, Juan Carlos Pizzito can just ruin the world, I guess. So, yeah, he's cool. You know, she's in, she's in a uh, Call of Duty. So is she? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this character? Uh, no. Homelander's oh. in Call of Duty, though. Is he? And uh, Mortal Kombat 1? Homelander and Starlight and Black Noir were all in Call of Duty this year. Huh. No, I mean... um, The actress? Yeah. Claudia, whatever, is in, is in the new Call of Duties. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, good for her. Good work. She, she plays Farah. I don't know who that is. Well, yeah, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Um, From the fictional nation of Urzikstan. Who could forget the Urzikstan? Mm-hmm. My favorite of the stands. Fictional stands, of course. What the, uh, Claudia Newman is her name. Newman, or no, no, Claudia's her name. Wait, it's not Claudia. Claudia, no, Victoria Newman. Uh, <laughs> Claudia, Claudia, or Newman Newman. So she meets up with the guy, who, the the secret scientist guy, who's like, I think we've gone too far with this horrible flu, and um, she gets it from him, and then he's like, Oh, so about my wife and kids, <laughs> head explode. He goes, he's, a, he's a card for witness protection, and blank goes, Oh, you give me a blank card, ha ha. Oh, actually, that, like, is that not just cruel? Why couldn't she just bit. help back? I, like, I guess she doesn't even want any chance of it being replicated because it obviously or like uh, a, or a, or a not repli- or replicated or like more of it being made out right. of, outside of her control. She would have a vested interest in avoiding that. So fair enough. Yeah, feels like they're uh, building the thing to kill Homelander with. Yeah, this might be season. This is definitely. I'm like, well, this is season four. Is MacGuffin. Although it's like, have you seen the memes and stuff where it's like people making fun of the structure of the boys? Then we no. talk about a bit, right? About how the, every season's kind of the same. Yeah, like, a lot of ways. We're gonna kill Homelander, and there's the end. They don't kill Homelander. There's <laughs> nothing to kill Homelander. Uh oh, Homelander's impervious to it. 
Oh, and, and then insert insert four hour long episodes of this, the worst shit you've ever seen on television. Yeah. And then and then they don't kill Homelander. <laughs> they don't kill Homelander. But eventually they've got to kill him. Four I mean, seasons eventually. Four seasons in a spinoff. They got to get there soon. I've never read the boys, so. Well, they've already. I think that I think I don't think they're going that way. The boys comic is apparently awful. Yeah, I've heard that the show is an improvement on it in a lot of ways. But yeah. I think the general. I mean, I think there's still beats that people assume they're going to hit with the comic or the show. I mean, like basically, I, as far as I understand, Homelander has has um, you know, he he gets to go up some more before he goes back down. So, yeah, there's a weird twist of Black Noir in the boys in the comic that has been since not going to happen anymore based on the show. On account of them killing him or what? On account of him not being what the twist is, like completely yeah. different. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like I said, I don't. I don't expect it to be one to one, but I think there's other things that still have to happen. Basically, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so they kill that guy, and then we're and then the, the the finale happens, and it's just crazy, right? Yeah, they just release all everyone from the the woods to like five, six guys they're holding down there, and Kate they escape. Goes nutty. Um, she makes a guy eat his own hands. Yeah, on, on account of being guilty, I guess, about everything she's done thus far, right? Yeah. She's like, well, I know what I'll do. Um, I'll kill more people. And she gets Dean Shetty there, who's like her adopted mom or whatever. And she's like, I, I thought this was a crazy scene. She's like, I read your mind and I know you really do love me. Um, and I love you too, but also you're a piece of shit. And also you gave me so, these pills to fuck with my mind and to control me. I'm going to make you kill yourself. And then make Marie not be able to save you. And they're all going to watch you die. Horrible. Didn't uh, care much for this. And Kate's like, hey, Marie, I know you got trauma because I was in your mind, but tough. Sorry, buddy. Suck it up, buttercup. Uh, that- yeah, pretty. that was pretty rough, man. That was kind of terrible, you know? Oh, yeah. Pretty full on, as the kids would say. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, you know, they all try to like mitigate and stop all them. Uh, Marie unlocks more of her power. She gets more skill tree. It's more force training or whatever the fuck. And it can like see someone's blood and fight translucent sun who has a weird sex thing with a llama. Is it a, is it a llama or is it a person? I think it's a person who turns into a llama because they all call it Sloan and they all go, yeah. Hey Sloan. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. But it's the boys. So they're just like always doing llama stuff. You know, they so, just go, they do kind of like this. I don't know. Is it fair to say this is like the soup equivalent of like a school shooting? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they say as much in the episode. The yeah. disclaimer is like, there's violence at a school. Watch out, fellas. Because these... Although, for the most part, I guess the soups, the, the, the escaped soups are only targeting, not largely targeting non-soups. Mm-hmm. Um, that one guy who like melts that woman's head, that was terrible. It's it's rough stuff. That's <laughs> no good. The laser eyes running around. It's, uh, it's like then... Invincible, but it's obviously much more tangible and, and real in this show. Yeah. Um, golly, you know? Golly! So, are uh, uh, the rest of our heroes who aren't Emma and Sam are trying to not kill everybody? Yeah, uh, Sam. I don't I, see. This is when he really kind of definitely loses me again. Because <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, Sam? Like, what are you? It's like, yeah, like, he, they they hurt me, so I have to kill them all. And then his, like, and then his own brother in his mind is like, but you don't have to. You're not. That's not what defines you. You can be better. He's like, nah, I hate myself. Uh, help me out here, Kate. Make me feel nothing. Didn't like that. It's like, oh, cool. And she, uh, and she obviously kind of pushes him to it, but yeah, not even that like strenuously. <laughs> Doesn't take much of a push, right? Like, golly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just we got the guy, the guy who's like this social media dude. 
That oh, yeah. Dorcas, he, and he's got a make your head explode button. Like from a like from sound waves or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's pretty. I couldn't. Is it like a thing in there? Like in the specific um pill thing? Yeah, whatever it is. Like, is it specifically within the? Is it is it a thing you can only do to the the escaped you know people from the woods? Like, is this something you can do there? Oh yeah, right. So I think it's in it. Oh, you're right. It's the thing. But she makes him put that thing in. I think he has to eat. You have to eat the thing, and then it blows your head up. So in the. So that's what I'm saying is like do they make them have those down in the woods. No, 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 because he feeds it to the one girl he kills with it. He does. She's, she, yeah, he does. He gives it to her and then he does it. Oh, he he like he like paralyzes her with the sound, just like yeah, and then pops okay. it in. And then he, yeah, okay, okay, you're right, you're right. I got it. Yeah, Ashley's here because they're trying to find who the next seven should be. Did a shock from the school falling apart. She is. I love her. She's very funny. She's so full on. She yeah, she, she must have fun, right? I hope so. These are not the marketing. To, if I got to come on this show and just be a crazy, just scream like a lunatic every time, that'd be fun. Yeah. I think. Don't you uh, think? I'll get, I'll get real scared by Homelander. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get to all here between that. There's the director guy who he, I like him. Yeah, I'm glad he came back. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's back. He's teaching just like a shitty acting class now. But auditioning. It's funny. <laughs> he did the slow clap. He's like, no, just me. Just I'll do the slow clap. <laughs> like Brady's like Ashley, let me let me in. <laughs> I, was, I tell you what happened when we had sex at the, at the fundraiser. He goes, all right, we'll let you in. Jeez. We'll open the door. And they call Homelander. So he might, ooh, what if he shows up at the end? Kate makes, uh, a, out. Kate makes a dude launch himself into a helicopter. He's <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. It's like those uh, those bombs from the creator. Yeah, I guess so. And it's like, oh, thank you for your service, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, did that? I mean, I guess he's a soup. So is he? is he okay? We, no, I think we, he blew up. I think he's dead. Because there's like a bunch of blood. I don't think there. I'm, I'm watching it right here. I think he just kind of vanished. Because I remember watching I was like, does he just keep going? Like he just keeps going past the helicopter and he's cool. <laughs> I was like, Homelander could do that. Homelander could tank that for sure. Yeah, but Homelander's right? like the strongest one. No, I know, but I'm just saying, is there? there's probably a, a, a ceiling for the middle ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like we always say, everyone on the boys is pretty durable. Yeah, they're, they're, they're as durable as they need to be for the plot to happen. Unless A trains drag them across the ground, and they're not. Uh, so Murray uh, basically manages to put the the full kibosh on it by well, first she fights translucent sun for a bit, hits her with um, a, hits him with a big plane thing, and he passes out, and, and he's like, "I should be able to see your blood, I think." And then she just can, which is cool. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know why she couldn't like feel it anyways. Like, does she need to like see? It? Or I guess is that what she's doing? Maybe that's just a visual representation of her being like. Yeah, I think that's just for us, the audience. I thought what she was going to do, and I feel like this would also have been effective, is like just spray a bunch of blood on him. That's what I thought was going to happen. I mean, shit, I could do that, right? Yeah. Just... If I got myself good, I'd be like, ah! Yeah, he'd be like, oh, my eyes. And i just punch him real hard. God, I'm gushing onto him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, this is oh, bad. Oh, God, I, feel like I feel like nicked myself here. But I could, oh. I'd see him at least if I needed to really like give him a good wallop. So, um, And and then, well, she's got to fight. Uh, she's got to fight Kate. And it's so not she, much of a fight, though. Yeah, she just blows up her forearm and her hand. To get on, right? yeah, she, she blows her arm off. Which is pretty crazy. She's going to blow both her hands off and just like cripple Kate and make her unable to use her powers. I mean, that would have been pretty hardcore, but it, she yeah. didn't end up needing to. Because Homelander shows up and he's like, there's the meme thing that everybody goes, what kind of animal are you? Tech your own kind. And she's like, what the fuck you say to me? And then he just lasers her in the chest. Crazy, right? Yeah, what the fuck? What do you think a Homelander showed up? I was like, this is insane. This show's crazy, dude. 
I don't know. So uh, that's kind of what I was getting at uh, earlier, but it's like, what do you think of the whole premise of this show as a spinoff of the boys and, and being connected and, and intertwined and stuff? Cause I, I've seen a lot of pushback to that. Cause it's like, Oh, the boys is like, you know, not like the Why is you know, why do we have to have spinoffs and why does the boys have to be like everything else where I got to watch multiple shows and, and this and that. And... I can't really disagree with it because I feel like it kind of, I don't know, takes away from the point maybe of the boys. I don't know about the point. Maybe that's too strong a way to say it, but I guess like, I see what you, I kind of see what you mean. Because this this one's just all about like, well, what if the soups realized how bad they are at being soup? It's like I don't know. I feel like the whole point is that like regular people have to stop these. Like it's 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 not it's not that underdog story. The whole point of the boys. It's not as like I see what you mean. Like oh, I'm Huey and uh, Huey and MM and Frenchie and Kimiko. Like we're all facing this unstoppable odds, but we do it because we care and we have to. And this one's just see, like, like oh geez, I'm bulimic. Well, boy, what have, ooh, how are we gonna figure this one out, fellas? In the comics, you know, Mother's Milk is also... Well, they all have powers in the comics. They don't all, do they? Yes, they do. Yeah. The first time Butcher meets Huey, he injects him with Compound V and they all get superpowers. No. And that's why nobody else people don't like the comics as much is because instead of being like what I just said, it's just like, what if a bunch of guys in trench coats superpowers beat up a bunch of costume guys with superpowers? Because Garth Ennis hates superheroes. (laughs) Yeah. I've always heard that it's just not really as necessarily as an intelligent yeah the just comic like, isn't it's, a bit it's like man what if Charles charge day was a pedophile it's like all right most of the things they do in the boys is that they're like what if this male superhero was gay what if we like blackmail them for that and that's like half of it it's a bit more cynical and like yeah, yeah. mean spirited <laughs> all right well then i guess that regardless though um i, I do see what you mean this is yeah. this is a show where all the protagonists are soups um but they're also most of them are decent it turns out um so the occurs, but like, yeah, I, I also just meant kind of in a meta sense. Like I said, I know people are like, oh, why does this have to be an interconnected universe now, too? And I get that to an extent because people are like, well, that's what the boys kind of makes fun of. Yeah, they kind of like that's it, in universe to make fun of that. And it does. Right. But I've always I, and I told you this, right. I've always kind of been the opinion that the boys is almost kind of hypocritical, I think, mm-hmm. in that way. Right. Because it's yes, it makes fun of it, but it's always been that, too. Like, who are we kidding to be otherwise, right? Yeah. Like, it inhabits this weird place where it's, yes, it's like making fun of, you know, the mainstream. The lamestream you know, media. Popularity of comic book movies and superhero movies. And we're going to make fun of, you know, the MCU and the DC movies. And we're going to do this and that. And it's, it's not like your grandpappy's superhero stuff. But ultimately, it's kind of like grandpappy's superhero stuff. Right. Like, it's not actually so distinct like that. This is it's it's still a show for people who like superhero stuff. I would say, right? I, I don't I don't actually think the boys is like for people down. to be like ah yeah I hate Marvel and that's why I like the show. No, you, you kind of get all the jokes if you're in if if you're part of the in group, right? If you're yeah if you like superhero stuff. So to be like, why is the boys doing this now too? It's like yeah man, it, this was always a superhero show made by Amazon Prime. Okay, just because yeah, it's it. a bit tongue-in-cheek about it doesn't actually <laughs> change mean that. anything yeah they can make fun of like haha vaude am i right aren't mega corporations bad but again it's still on amazon prime like that's video. always kind of been a part of it it's like it's 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 a little bit hypocritical by its very nature i mm-hmm. suppose so uh, yeah it didn't really like bother me that much to be like oh can you believe the boys is doing a spinoff show too yeah i i can it makes money people like the boys so 
you know, didn't didn't bother me too much. And I like the show. I mean, maybe if the show was worse, I would feel differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they, you know, I guess if they kept doing these, um, I would also, like I said, you know, feel worse eventually. It's kind of like with the MCU where it's like, at first you're like, oh, these shows are sick. And then you get a couple that you don't like as much. And it's like, yeah, I get why people would be bothered by this. Yeah. Uh, but overall, uh, yeah, it doesn't really bother me that like, can you believe you have to keep up with a second show to follow the plot line? Yeah. I don't, I don't care. I'm used to it, you know? You're used to it at this point. But, uh, you know, sp- speaking of, to finish it up here, like, that's... Apparently, it's going to tie in pretty pretty closely. Like, they take place within relatively short... Uh, Time frames, season four. And then season... You know, this will lead pretty close... I, I don't know how heavily these characters will feature. Um, well, but apparently... Well, by the end of the sh- show, we didn't really talk about the exact ending. Yeah. The cliffhanger we're left on is that uh, Vought decided to make, actually, Kate and Sam the hero and they blamed it on our our the, the good guys Marie Emma Jordan and Andre they're like the Matt the villains and I don't know if it's uh Vaude as much as just Homelander right oh, I guess that's your Homelander I would assume he kind of pressured kinda, them yeah because he's like well these guys are fighting for superheroes and I'm crazy so I guess we're doing all right uh and so then our all our four heroes wake up in like in Vaude branded hospital gowns in a room with no windows or doors with only two hospital beds but four people so i was like where are the other two sleeping they share in the bed it's a one person bed yeah i really don't know and they're like I didn't think of that. like there's no doors how are we gonna get out of here and they go who knows where are we um so yeah they're probably that's probably why they're not gonna be in season four because they'll just remove them entirely from the world for a little bit and then billy the busher finds the he goes away what's all of this What's always said? You fucking cunts. You what cunts. Say? What a bunch of cunts. <laughs> he finds the the woods. So I don't know. I guess he'll try. Presumably. He'll try to yeah, get the like virus. you said, he'll be trying to get the virus. And then apparently, you know, season, season four of the boys will lead back into season two of Gen V. And we'll just, you know, do that forever. So no, yeah. it won't surprise me, though, at this point, if they try to build to a point where it's like we do a team up and we all beat the shit out of Homelander, you know? The guy, I mean, they gotta get more soup style than beat out of Homelander, because they already lost Maeve. Soldier Boy didn't work. Starlight's not strong enough. A-Train's a dick. Black Noir's dead. They just they keep getting rid of him. Yeah, they, I guess they need to fill Black Noir's spot, too. Black Noir's spot, too, don't they? Yeah. And maybe A-Train's, for that matter. Didn't his heart explode or something? No, they got him so, a new heart. Oh, that's right. They gave him that other guy's heart. I can't remember whose heart they gave. I, or the guy he killed's heart, maybe. So is he, like, good to go, you think? In perpetuity, I, I don't remember. They, got, they got it. I mean, he's probably gonna be good to go. They're probably gonna go. He's fine. <laughs> so, Can't move that away. I mean, who did they replace Translucent with? I don't think they. Did Star- they ever get around to that? Well, no, Starlight was his lamplighter. No, they never replaced him. See, do we? There's like a fucking billion of them. You know? Yeah, there's only like three left in the seven. The seven is down to the three. That's, that's, yeah, that's a good point. We'd be better off trying to even figure out who's still around. Maybe they kept and- deep. Are gone. Yeah, they've got the deep and A train and him, I guess. Yeah, what a fucking crew. What a merry band. The strongest guy on the planet, and then two dipshits. Yeah, because Black Noir, Starlight, and Maeve all left season three. And yeah, I don't think they ever replaced Translucent. So they're 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 like the three. They're and really, it's just Homelanders. They're just kind of the one. Yeah, honestly, he's better than the two of them put together. Yeah, because the deep is the worst. They're really lacking over there for slots. I don't know who. Yeah, definitely one of them is going to be uh, probably what's his name sliding on in. Yeah, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, right? right. They're going to be Tech Knight. So who's he going to be? 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm sure we know, don't you think? I, I always the thing I always thought was Tech Night. I didn't look into it more than that. So maybe we do know. I just didn't see it. Maybe I thought it was a fake thing, like this whole show. Yeah. <laughs> we. Uh, I mean, it's it's soon, isn't it? I mean, it's gonna be. It's like early next year, February or so. Mystery oh. roll. It just says mystery. Roll. That was April, though. So you know, should be good by now. You must know by now. We must. No, apparently we still don't know. That's interesting. Hmm. Well, I'm glad to be surprised for once in the age of the internet. Yeah, I mean, I it would kind of have been surprised to me anyways, because again, I've not read it. So that's true. It, it's of little consequence to me. <laughs> Either way, yeah. But uh, yeah, I saw it again. I, I liked it quite a bit. I think it was a worthwhile addition. I liked all these characters and their own struggles and stuff. You know, I think it was a bit. It was a bit on the nose at times. Again, with the whole like, look at their superpowers. You know, relate to like young issues that young adult face in the modern world. Isn't that poignant? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I guess. Yeah. If you say so. <laughs> you know, body dysmorphia and all that. Dysmorphia, positivity issues, and cutting and depression and bulimia and bulimia and your parents mind control not not loving you. Yeah, my that classic teen issue we all go through mind control and magnet magnetism control that gives you brain aneurysm gave your brain dad a brain oh, aneurysm. That, that one's like a father expectations. He's got like daddy issues. That's what that's about. Nope, it's less about his, his value. Taking his, his, nope. his thing is less about <laughs> magnets and more about that, I think. And obviously, yeah, Jordan's is again pretty pretty straightforward of like look at gender issues. Look at society. We live in a society. And I'm like, man, we really do live in a society, the boys. Alright, give me season two. Come on, where is it? Make it. Well, uh, anything else? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. so well, we're taking to Star Wars news then. So a big piece of Star Wars news. Do you know, do you know what this is? No. Are you aware? I didn't hear about this. A big piece of Star Wars news from this week is that old mate Dave Filoni has received a promotion. Whoa! Yes. Two cowboy do hats. Know, do you know what role? Yes, he's the wearer of two cowboy hats. That's his new job. No, he's um he is now the Kreef Kreef. <laughs> he's now the chief creative officer at Lucasfilm. Um, what was he before? Just the creative so, of, a creative officer. I don't know if he was an officer, but I don't think he was a like a C-suite type well, executive. That's good for him. I think he just worked there. <laughs> the worker. You know, I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if it really works like that. Like, I don't know what his position would have been in Lucasfilm specifically. Right. I mean, he was making shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, who knows how that works? But um, yeah, he's. I don't know who. So let's see. I, I guess I should have done this going in. But like, what? Who, who basically held this position before him, or if this was um something they've like created or added for him almost Let's see so yeah, he's executive vice president slash chief creative officer uh who was the chief creative officer at Lucasfilm? i can't i can't really find anything that is other than just bringing up him I, it's one of those things where i they probably really would have not needed them this prior right i mean mm-hmm. it would have been, it would have been george uh yeah i don't know i'm gonna assume that's that's all because prior you know he would have prior to the acquisition he would have just george lucas would have just done this and also be ceo like he wouldn't have really in president or whatever like he wouldn't have really needed a different yeah gotta do it <laughs> different titles but yeah so um basically from what he said uh oh yeah so according to this guy on twitter or reddit he said did lucasfilm have a ceo before this previously dave was executive creative director which is essentially the same role but we'll see i mean i wouldn't think so yeah if they're making a big deal about the promotion but whatever yeah Makes you think he's above John Favreau. Yes, I would say so. Although he had more 
influence on those maybe than some of the other obviously like he was involved in a lot of the Mandal- Mandalorian type of stuff anyways mm-hmm. uh, but basically the thing is here is that he will be brought in you know earlier you know concert consulted earlier and more frequently I guess with pretty much any and all um, Star Wars projects going forward hmm. so I think as is often the case Jack if you can believe this the internet is probably overreacting a tad to this it would um, never you know, some people are acting as if this means Dave Filoni will make everything, make everything in and have, you know, any and all final say on in, in, you know, everything that comes out now will be distinctly Dave Filoni and fall into all the same pitfalls, you know, perceived pitfalls that his work does. And, and basically everything is just going to be Dave Filoni shows now. Uh, and I, I don't see that being the case. No, really at all. So that's um, not what a good creative chief creative officer would do. Of course not, right? I mean, you know, it's it's the same type of thing um, that we've been rallying against for a while, right? Which is that it annoys me when people want to blame Bob Iger or Kathleen Kennedy or something for the outcome of really any projects in particular. And it's like, that's not, that's just not what they do, right? Yeah, it's never been their role. As chief creative officer, I think... Dave Filoni actually will have much more direct creative influence than either of those individuals on, on any given project. But mm-hmm. even then, I think it's more of like a consulting, more of a guiding kind of principle play, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but let me see if I get a quote. He says, um, in the past, in a lot of projects I would be brought into, I would see it after it had already been developed a good ways. Uh, so, you know, now he'll just be brought in earlier on what, what that even means. And again, how much influence he he'll be able to exert is still going to be, I, I suppose, you know, remains to be seen, but by and large, I don't think that this is like, yeah, this means that he's just going to make everything exactly what he wants. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't, I just don't see that. So I, if anything, you could maybe argue that this is like a lot of, uh, you know, this is much to do about nothing. Like yeah. it really might not be, have, have a lot of tangible effects. Um, but in general, I, I think this is a good role for him. Yeah. Um, basically, I, I'll say this much. I don't know if there's anyone who I would have thought could do it better. Um, yeah, definitely not. not Phil. Who else are you going to pick to do this job, right? Maybe John Favreau. The only one I could think of, but even he's not. I don't think he's wants to it. Right? Oh, no. I mean, definitely work with literal George Lucas in the Clone Wars. Like, he's kind of mm-hmm. there. And I know there's people who, you know, like we, we've talked about it on this show quite a bit because i think we've documented <laughs> i think even in real time on our show right we've documented the rise and fall of dave filoni in, in the internet fandom's eyes oh, right because yeah. his he was really something he was the savior of all of us and now it's it's really after a so he's like dog shit he's yesterday's news <laughs> he's fallen quite a bit in some people's estimations i think we're still fans of him i, I like him as much as ever i think yeah um to me ahsoka was a was a redemption over the last two things he did well not not uh, Tales of the Jedi. That was good. Bad Batch. But, uh, no, Bad Batch is good too. I meant the Mandalorian season three and, oh. and the Book of Boba oh, Fett. Right, yeah. Those are both like, Bad. what are we doing here, yeah. guys? Stop. Um, I thought Ahsoka was a bit of a turn to form, but I've seen people say, and I, and I kind of get it, that he has perhaps a narrow idea of what Star Wars is or ought to be, mm-hmm. which is very much informed, I think, by his closeness to it. Yeah, to, to it and to George Lucas, right? Um, and that for this franchise to be successful and to continue to be, you know, interesting going forward, it needs to, we need to move away more from that, uh, which is something we've, we've definitely talked about, mm-hmm. right? Especially with Andor. And exactly. And I think people are basically arguing that like Andor isn't necessarily the type of Star Wars thing that Dave Filoni well, would make. No, I don't think. And I agree with that. Yeah. 
But I, I again, I still don't think that means that as creative director, he's going to suddenly start like cancel Andor season two. Yeah, like stifle. Like people make jokes and stuff, and it's fun, right? Um, and I've saved a bunch of takes I wanted to share with you here. But you know, it's like <laughs> Dave. You know, the jokes like, "Oh, Dave Filoni looking at the Andor season two scripts." Like, where's the where's the ghost crew in this? <laughs> Why isn't this Tony Gilroy? The who? <laughs> where's Ahsoka? Why hasn't she appeared yet in this uh, script? Yeah, everyone's like. Dave Filoni's going to put Ahsoka in the High Republic and I'm going to freak out. I'm like, guys, how are you- Dave Filoni's not going to touch your High Republic. Don't he's worry. Th- he's not because he doesn't want to. He doesn't care. I promise you. He's not going to bring back Darth Revan. He's not going to make Brie Larson Dar- Darth Revan or whatever. Uh, he says, I'm not telling people what to do, uh, but I do feel I'm trying to help them tell the best story that they want to tell. I need to be helped across the galaxy here, like a part of the Jedi Council almost. So, yeah, I, I think he'll just kind of be... Uh, uh, you know, cool guy about it. Cool guy about it. Bit of a just bit of like a guiding force, maybe. Um, again, I think maybe if anything, we might it might be overstated. Uh, it sounds like it will represent new duty. Like I don't think it literally is just a, a like a nominal promotion of like they've just given him a new title and like a raise. Yeah, I do think it will it will represent some new responsibilities and actions. Yeah, but again, the the actual effect of that on the day to day, like or the or the output of Lucasfilm might not be noticeable. Or uh, listen, the the best thing would be is if this means stuff is is getting out more, right? Hey, we, uh, God willing, you know, if he's able to move some of these movies and stuff along with a little bit of a little bit of urgency, that might be good too, right? Be the savers of of us all. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, I I'm optimistic for it. Again, I think it's if anything, it's a good role for him. Like it, this might be better than directly working on stuff again if you're if you're the type of person who doesn't like his output necessarily and doesn't love all the stuff he does directly then this actually might be preferable to him you might actually have a good time for once in your godforsaken life yeah so i don't know people you know people like to be grumps and and we've talked we talked about quite a bit with ahsoka there's a certain attitude that's just like star wars is already dead or whatever it's dead in the water no one ever likes it it's like all right and I've talked about how silly I find that because it's like, brother, you've not seen Star Wars dead. <laughs> I'll show you when Star Wars dead. <laughs> Look at before the prequels. I remember, I remember when Star Wars was dead. And even I don't remember when it was really dead. You know, yeah, I wasn't around when they were making fucking Palpatine come back 1500 times just to get anybody to read the comics. That's right. That's right. Listen, you have, have you ever seen the Ewok movies? No one has. It's not dead yet. You watch droids? <laughs> Um, yeah, I know he was he was praising uh, Hayden Christensen a lot in this article, which is cool because he's he's great. I mean, we said that at the time too. Good for him. Yeah, God bless him. Get out of here, Vanity Fair. I'm not paying you any money. Would you stop? Oh, Vanity Fair. Um, he described his responsibilities as understanding the intent of the filmmakers and being a resource to them, based on his mentorship under Lucas himself and his years spent studying the Clone Wars, Rebels, and Ahsoka. Literally hours now of Star Wars selling I've done. He said before pausing to. Rethink his syntax. <laughs> See how I even phrase that like Yoda. Phil uh, will continue developing his film as well as exploring a possible second season of Ahsoka while serving his new position. To truly help filmmakers, it was really important for me to experience it firsthand. It can also lend a perspective on the challenges that telling these stories will present. I feel more capable of actually being helpful outside of just saying, well, Jedi are like this and Sith are like this. <laughs> well, I mean, that sounds pretty good. Sounds like he knows, if he understands what he's he's been brought in to do or been responsibilities he's been given I think so, in this yeah. new role. Um, they also talked, he talked a little bit about um, Ray Stevenson hmm. and how that might 
it's banned and now it's tough. He said he was, you know, glad to see people really appreciating it, but obviously it's, it's presented a tough, tough thing for him. So yeah, to see how that goes kind of thing. Um, but so I'll, let me just read, read you off a bunch, read off a bunch of takes I got here. Okay. Excellent. Just for the fun of it. would be an academic segment if we didn't. Uh, okay. Here's a meme, which uh, I'll show it for you. Oh, very nice. Oh, Star Killer. Classic guy. We all love him. Best character in Star Wars. Yeah. So it's Disney. The EU isn't canon anymore. Dave Filoni. They're real to me. <laughs> um, but I think that's a, this is this is a dumb meme. Don't bring back Star Killer. Because <laughs> Dave Filoni does not care about Legends. I promise. He doesn't. Uh, I saw... Who's the guy who plays Darth Maul? His voice now? Sam Whitworth. Sam Whitworth. He was doing a live stream, and someone was asked... Or not mean a live stream. Maybe it was like a cameo question. Some something. He does he does live streams a lot. So. He does. Uh, but he, I think someone asked him like, "Oh, what about Star Killer? Like, what could he come back?" And he was like, "Actually, I talked to Filoni about this, and he'd have to be an Inquisitor. But he's like, it'd be really kind of a weird. You have to play a. You have to play it really weird because he couldn't be a top Inquisitor because then he'd be too strong. But he'd have to be. But he was like, yeah, he he's not gonna be. He he's not gonna be an Inquisitor. It'd be too much. And that's the only thing he could be." It'd be very specific, and it would be weird. So he's like, it probably won't happen. But thanks for the question. And I was like, yeah, cool. I don't want him. Don't give me Starkiller. Um, he can't kill Shakti again. She's been through enough. Let her rest. Yeah, right. Uh, this person says, my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. Uh, this guy says, uh, in response to that, says, this feels inevitable, and I'm surprised it didn't happen years ago. Filoni isn't perfect and has some problems, but at least we've got someone at the helm now who can hopefully actually get projects across the finish line. Uh, this guy says Dave's unique experience working alongside George has given him a very specific and, in my eyes, limited view of what Star Wars is and should be. I don't think prescribing that perspective onto every project is a good thing, which I agree with. But I, again, I don't, I really don't feel that that's what and it's an overstatement of what there. his job is. He doesn't just be like, "Well, put 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 you put the Lost Tribe in the Sith into Andor season two, if you could, please, Tony Gilroy." I think so. He's going to be like, so. "Okay, oh, you're on schedule. All right, well, get it, show it to me. Oh, looks good. Yeah, send it out." That would be, yeah. Uh, this guy says putting Filoni in charge of Star Wars is like asking a raccoon to guard, guard, a, cr- guard a trash can. Sure, it's passionate about the contents, but you're not going to like what it does with them. <laughs> Which, again, I think I think that's a bit harsh. It's funny. It's a funny, funny way to phrase that, but I think it's a well, little yeah, too harsh. Uh-huh. Um, I'd be lying if I said my stomach didn't drop when I saw this news. Filoni is the worst culprit for making Star Wars about Star Wars and precious little else. I would love to be wrong, but my gut feeling is that this isn't the person to take Star Wars in new directions. Again, um, I, I kind of agree with that sentiment, but I, I don't think it's up to him to take it in new directions. Yeah, I don't think this, it's not like Dave Filoni's now from now on making every Star he's Wars like, he's movie. He's not greenlighting shit. He's just like making sure it once it gets greenlit, it gets fucking made. Exactly. I saved a lot of negative ones. I thought I had a couple of positives. <laughs> um, I don't really like heavily felony flavored Star Wars. Again, it's not he's not making them, so it shouldn't really yeah, be Tony Gore is still writing the show, guys. He's not writing all these shows. People, the thing is, we've always talked about this, and we've talked about it a hundred billion times in the show. Is that nobody know nobody actually really knows how uh, things are made. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he's he's in, he's the creative writer, so he's in charge of everything it's like well no the showrunner is that's the that's the that's the role they have so they're they're the, they run the show and they yeah uh, they all fidelity they fully does it goes all right i'll give you this much money to do the show that's all right oh you only can use it yeah, money and here's the vault you get the vault on this day and you need this actor on this he, day he's an executive vp like he's yeah he's like he's at a c level uh what, what it called c-suite as a chief creative 
officer, he's he's honestly not doing that much. Yeah, he's not. Or whatever. He's not. In, he's not writing yeah. up drafts to be like. I hope. Oh, I, I should, he's not in the writers room being like, "What ideas do we have this week?" Yeah. He, Again, he'll do that with his own things already that he's already working on stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Could season two of Ahsoka benefit from a, a writers room? Probably. Maybe it will. Uh, or maybe not. Who? I, I don't know. But. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's kind of co- suddenly commandeer anything and everything that yeah. comes through Lucas. Skeleton crew still. will still be whatever it is going to be. If it's even real. If we all didn't just, if they didn't, they didn't just make it up to prank us. They didn't just take a picture of, uh, what's his face? Oh, Jude Law. Jude Law, thank you. I don't know why I blanked on his name completely. Uh, this person says, when you see other fans celebrating Dave Filoni becoming CCO. So this is how Star Wars dies, Wait. with thunderous applause. Shut up. Again, didn't much. We're being yeah. dramatic. This guy says, at least we got Andor. Shut up. Go have a life. Uh, I'm not reading that one. That one's too long. Excellent. Um, so the same guy who said, my disappointment is measurable, my day is ruined, did, ta- did say, I will say this to be diplomatic in my own way. I think it's good that Filoni at least realizes you can't aesthetically do Empire vs. Rebellion again for his movie. But on the other hand, my brother in Cowboy-Headed Christ, you are making an Imperial Remnant versus New Republic movie. Um, but So I hope that, I think that means though that he's you know, conscious of that and is going to try to make it interesting. And, yeah. So. Put in a new direction, put a new spin on it. That his New Republic versus Empire movie will not just be like X-Wings and TIE Fighters fighting again. Yeah. You know, there's going to be more pirates. Yeah, maybe pirates and shit. You know, more dimensions to it at least. Yeah. Um, this person says, if this man touches the High Republic, you are all going to see me on the news. Again, he's not coming after your books, I promise. Buddy, no one cares he, about the books. Here's the thing. If they, if they wanted to use it, they wouldn't have let you write a book about it. I'm, he uh, is not sticking his fingers into the into the publishing pie. He couldn't could not care any less. He's got Star no time Wars would have to be so far down the fucking toilet for Dave Fulon to be like, I guess pick up one of those fucking books and rattle off some names to me. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about uh, books. Here's an attitude I can agree with. We got a last Jedi lover as the CCO of Lucasfilm. Another huge W for Star Wars friends. Hey, Ryan Johnson's trilogy will get made. Wouldn't that be delightful? For some for you, uh, not that guy who was going to be on the news. He definitely won't be. Able to this guy's <laughs> this guy is super negative, but he comes up on my feet all the time. I don't follow him. He's he's a big Star Wars hater at this point. Is he the Mesu Windu guy? No, no, he's no, he likes Star Wars. Oh, he's well, the guy. I'm, I'm thinking of someone else then. I get to him in a minute. Um, he says letting inmates run the asylum always turns out great. Why is Dave Filoni an inmate in the asylum? I don't know if that he's one the really jailer. Works, if anything. I don't know if that metaphor works as well as he thinks it does, no. but but it's the internet. You just just pick a metaphor and say it. Nobody will really call you out. Um, this person says uh, all of his blurbs from the IPDG. I don't know what the fuck that is. IPDG huh. uh, meeting and his love of the Last Jedi gives me confidence. He can do a lot of good in this role. Just never leave him alone in the writers' room. <laughs> Poor guy. He's getting so much hate. Uh, this person says Dave Filoni is now the chief creative officer at Lucasfilm, a position that suits him best, helping to guide overall creative vision while still letting others tell new stories. I think that's exactly what it is. I agree. So, uh, Mesa Windu says, I think this is a good role for him, and I think it's good to wish him well. Try and approach it with an open mind. But they won't. Star Wars fans, they're already pretty racist as is. Not big on open mind. Um, this one says, at one point this would have made me giddy, now I'm very meh. It actually could be okay, because I think that, like George Lucas, Dave is better at the big picture stuff, but we need to get talented writers in this franchise to do the actual storytelling. Which, uh, yeah. It's probably fair. It's definitely a good apt description of George Lucas. Uh, this guy says uh, he feels that he's lost the Star Wars because of this. Oh, good for him. Me, he says he says me right now. He lost the Star Wars. It's that it's that line from the Duel of the Fates script. Oh right, yes. God, 
<laughs> what a film that would have been. Uh, this person says, I don't see him as any kind of boogeyman like many do, and I'm often a fan of his admittedly flawed works, but I'll say this. This is a higher position that opens up for more valid criticism in regards to, well, the entire brand, so I sincerely hope he does well. Um, and actually, I do kind of agree with that. Like, Again, I don't think he's going to be necessarily exerting as much influence as people might expect, but this is a thing where it's like he will have a certain amount of, of role, you know, you know, involvement in every project, and so it's like, again, he's not he's not exactly a boogeyman or anything, but this is probably if people going forward are going to like try to tr- criticize him for stuff, it's it's probably will be more valid if anything, because mm-hmm. again, they won't, you know, people are so misinformed that they go, Brie Larson, why did you ruin my Star Wars show? <laughs> the thing that you weren't part of, and and you know, vice versa, people complain about Kathleen Kennedy ruining the Marvel movies or something. <laughs> it's like I don't think that's, that's my, anything she has involved with. In. But now, exactly. But now, if something happens in a Star Wars show that you don't like, you know... You can blame Dave Filoni. You can say Dave Filoni was there. You know? And he signed off on it. He let it happen in one way or another. Uh, this person says, the idea that Dave Filoni cares about any type of expanded universe, legends, or canon is so hilarious to me considering his fandom hated him when the Clone Wars released as he would just randomly retcon unrelated books for the hell of it. <laughs> just true. Um, again, I remember... I was there. Don't we were there? Don't quote the deep magic to us. We don't were cite the deep magic to me, which is there. We were there when it was written. I remember when season two of the Clone Wars started, and all the Mandalorian fans lost their minds. They said, "Why would you make the Mandalorians pacifist? I'll kill myself. I'll kill you. I'll kill everyone." <laughs> and it was real. They weren't. It was just they weren't all. So really, you just had to calm down and watch past episode fucking one of that season. I liked it better when Mandalore was a weird tree planet, and they all lived in tree houses. Really? Is that true? Because I didn't. Yeah. I, yeah, it's fucking stupid. They, they're like a bunch of you know high tech armored warriors, and for some reason somebody was like, "I think Mandalore should be trees." Like Kashyyyk, fuck off. Yeah, it literally was like Kashyyyk kind of. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? I like it better. I like being barren war planet. That makes sense for the war people. It makes so much sense. It's it's dope as hell. That goes hard, dude. Yeah, that goes so hard. To be like our shit. whole planet's dead. That's rad, man. People don't know nothing. We want a good storytelling. Smacks him in the face. Can um, the takes here? I, 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 wouldn't, I have one more. It's a funny meme. Okay, perfect. This guy says, uh, very few things in Star Wars work in any way that survives one layer of asking why. And I think that's just important to remember generally. Mostly unrelated, but yeah. Star Wars is silly. Keep that in mind. Remember, guys. I thought that was very eloquent. Uh, I mean, it's very simplistic, but I'm also like, yeah. Almost nothing survives one. You get one layer of asking why, and that's it. Yeah. You say why, and then I can give you a made-up in-universe reason. But if you go beyond that, it, it all it all becomes but dust in our hands. Yeah, it's all smoke and mirrors, and the, the patient, no pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, this is a clip. It's uh, it's from uh, Succession, right? Of like dude rolling up to do some. I've never seen Succession, yeah. right? But it's like, look at me. I'm here. I'm dude. I'm here to do business in the boardroom thing. And it's the caption is Felony arriving to the Andor set to force a Dexter Jester <laughs> <laughs> to force because it's got the. Because it's got the, you know, the succession music bumping too. As he like rolls up and it's like, oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. Dave Filoni's here. No, oh. him out. And that's it. So yeah, overall, I, I was interested in that. Again, I think as much as, you know, it was all that anyone on Star Wars Twitter could talk about this week. I actually think, I don't know. I could be wrong too. I'm just kind of talking out my own ass as well, right? We're all just talking out our asses, aren't we? That's what, that's what a podcast is, really. But I actually expect it, it will not, you know result in a bunch of super noticeable effects. I think if they didn't tell us, then we would know. Yeah. Could be. 
could be, I think, because here's the thing, people, because other companies change creative directors all the time, and nobody fucking notices. It's only because, yeah, right. That's, that's probably it's only because they probably wore a stupid fucking hat and appeared in public. If he was like a regular yeah, man. He's, it's only because he's the guy. Yeah, yeah he's exactly. the guy. He's, he's fucking, he's literally like. Oh, that was the other, that was the only other one I had. It was, uh, I think maybe the short version is Dave Filoni now has the job a lot of confused, angry nerds think Pablo Hidalgo has. <laughs> Which is a guy I've brought. I don't know if people even know who that is who aren't um, horrible perpetual online, you know, mongrels. Of course. But he's just a guy who works at Lucasfilm who, again, same thing, has been like roped in these grand conspiracies about how he hates fans and wants to ruin Star Wars. Even though he does nothing, he, he has, I don't think he's ever had a bit of creative influence on anything that he didn't write, which are like reference books. He's, re- he's written reference books. He's that kind of guy. Like he's, he's about the lore. He's like a, he's a timeline writer. He's in the. Yeah, he's, he's like a timeline guy. He's in the he's in the story group and shit. Um, like he wrote the he writes the visual dictionaries. <laughs> like he's not like a I'm making this character do this and I and I want you know I'm gonna make fucking Luke Skywalker die and ruin your childhood kind of thing. He just has almost no control over that. influence like that. And he responded to that saying, "I think they thought I thought they think I was fired years ago. <laughs> I can't keep it." <laughs> Which is the other thing, right? They're always all being fired and. Rehired and sent to the bowels of hell or whatever. Kathleen Kennedy's on her way out, I promise. I promise, guys, I promise. Next it week. It came to me in a dream. So yeah, Star Wars forever. Or maybe never again. In, and in a very real sense, I think both. Either way. Either way, somebody's making money. Or not. So with that, I think we can wrap it up right about here. As always, if you enjoyed the show, you can listen to us wherever you find your podcast every week. Uh, our, oh, uh, we find social media. On Twitter at Ecotech Jazz is Ecotech J A Z. On Gmail at Ecotech Jazz at gmail.com or on Instagram at The Ecotech Podcast. Our logo is done by friend of the show, Jeffrey Gonzalez. You can always find him on, on Instagram at inkocean.jpg or on Redbubble. Our, lo- our intro was done by friend of the show, uh, Joey B uh, from Joey B Music on Instagram. Uh, you can find him on Instagram where he's performing uh, in various Spotify links and SoundCloud links. So check out his music. And as always, we wrote it, we produced it, we built all the sets. Say goodnight to the people, Zach. Good night. Good night. Godspeed.